Now for the incredible, amazing, stupendous, death-defying radio show, Morning Mayhem with Rob and Brian. Good morning. It is Monday, December 28th, which means that Christmas has passed us by. And it's only a year away. (laughs) Yeah. Christmas is only 362 days away, kids. Yeah. Start your countdowns now. (laughs) My kids do that. They're like, you know, it's like a week before Christmas. And then they're like, on my birthday, I'd like to have. <laughs> like, it's it's not even Christmas yet. Right, your birthday's in September. Yours do that? Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're looking forward to the next thing instantly. <laughs> in, instant. Sometimes even before, before it, it comes. even happens. So if, right. <laughs> if that's you, you're probably not up at this time of the morning. But if that's you, then uh, you know you've only got 362 more days till Christmas again. Yes, indeed. But you do have a very special day. Today, today is Pledge of Allegiance Day, the day we celebrate the Pledge of Allegiance, which is rather awkward considering nobody's in school on December 28th. Yeah, that is is kind of weird because, I mean, primarily that's where you hear the Pledge of Allegiance being said. Right, in in school. And and now um, I guess maybe it's to try and squeeze in one more day that you would say it if you said it on Pledge of Allegiance Day. Maybe. A little more allegiance out of yeah. you? Yeah. I, I don't even know when the last time I said Pledge of Allegiance was. There's really, there's sure really no other time thing. to say it as an adult. Like, once you get out of grade school, like, that's pretty much it, right? I, You know, I yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe, um, yeah, it seems like I've said it somewhere, not at a ball game. You don't, <laughs> No, you don't say it at a ball game. Wouldn't it be weird, game? though, if we said it at a ball game after they sang the Sparks <laughs> But No, that's all. Say the pledge. <laughs> I pledge allegiance. <laughs> yeah, it's an American tradition, right there. Yeah. So, but if you're not into the pledge so much, you need something else to celebrate today. It's also National Card Playing Today. Day, so you can play cards. <laughs> but uh, just, say the pledge of allegiance before you start. That's right. Okay. That's right. Say the pledge and then play a good game of rook or something. Pinochle. You know, knuckle. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, we'll keep uh, all the craziness here, and um, we'll be back in a few minutes. This is Morning Mayhem. This is Morning Mayhem, and we're here with you bringing your daily dose of Scripture today, which is coming out of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 12. It says this, Now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. You know, we don't understand this verse very well because we think a poor reflection like a mirror. A mirror is a great reflection. It's perfect. But you've got to understand that the mirror was a fairly new invention at this time. And in the Roman society, only the gentry class, the upper class, the the high-end rich people had mirrors. And they would generally be, it would be a sheet of silver or gold or bronze that was highly, highly polished. Now, if you can imagine looking into maybe like a silver punch bowl, it's a pretty decent reflection, but it's still distorted. And that was the best a mirror had to offer. You know, for the poor people, for the common people, they might go look in, in the water, and that would be the closest they could get to a reflection. And so this idea that it's a poor reflection is in a mirror is 
that right now we see God, but it's distorted. It's it's not clear. It's difficult to make out all the details. But one day mm-hmm. we'll see him face to face. We'll see him in complete clarity. So right now we only know part, but then we'll know fully. But what's interesting is the last part, as I am fully known. See, God already sees us clearly. He already fully knows us. We just have to wait until we can fully know him because we're separated. We're separated by this world, by sin and its consequence. But Jesus removes that separation. He removes that separation so that we can stand before God unveiled, not reflected, but in person, seeing and being seen by him for all of eternity. And that is a powerful thought, my friends. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is Morning Mayhem coming at you with our CCM news. That's, if you don't know, contemporary Christian music news. But my question, Rob, is like, yes. is all of it contemporary? Because they've been using that label for like 30 years now. <laughs> so yeah, it's like Michael W. Smith, Friends of Friends Forever. Is that still contemporary Christian music? When does it become oldies? I, right? Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't really know. Like, I, I, it might be classic Christian music. But but then you do have the problem that it's still CCM music, so that might get a little oh, confusing. No, it can't. It's got it's got to be OCM, oldies Christian music. But oldies Christian. I don't know music. if like Amy Grant that would like terrible. to be considered an oldies artist. You know. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think so either. And I still think back to like my childhood and teen years and singing "Friends of Friends Forever" with the youth group and like crying and everybody's holding hands around I the campfire. Up, I think. Yes, I think back in in that day, like every single youth group event was wrapped up with that song, holding hands as you know you're you're tearing up, but you're trying to hold it back. And <laughs> well, we're gonna have to figure this out. Michael W. Yes, Michael W. Smith was was present at oh, all of those right. events for me. <laughs> we're gonna have to figure this out because at some point, you know, you can't keep playing an artist like Michael W. Smith next to Thousand Foot Crutch, right? They don't really fit in the same. <laughs> genre it's not really yeah no no and i've always hated the label contemporary christian music as well yeah like it's just i don't know there's something about it that rubs me wrong but whatever i was thinking maybe like with some of the hip-hop that's coming in like gangster gospel gangster gospel music (laughs) or the gospel gangsters that was that was a real group group, yeah back in the day (laughs) but (laughs) in regard to thousand foot crutch uh Really contemporary, really pushing the the edge of modern music. Got some amazing songs like Rockfist they did over the years, and now they've been around for a while. Yes, they've been around for a while. Like I, I, they've one of their their album, I think, is their sophomore album, um, Phenomenon, is still to this day, I think, one of my favorite uh, Christian rock albums of all time. And they're still pushing the envelope. They're still trying new things, uh, getting oh, yeah, creative. Absolutely. And anyway, they've got a, a new album coming out, and right now you can get a free download of their new song, Born Again. They say it's just for a limited time, nice. so hopefully it won't run out before anybody gets there, but you go over to tfkmusic.com. Um, that's Thousand Foot Crutch Music, tfkmusic.com, and you get a free download of their new song, Born Again. Now, just a warning, it's hard rock. So if you're not a rock lover, <laughs> you might not want to check it out. But for you that are, check it out, tfkmusic.com. In the meantime, we'll bring you some more craziness here after these songs. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is Morning Mayhem here on Elevate FM with Rob and Brian, but primarily just with Brian. Um, Rob's Rob just here for first. some color. Let's just no, you're say just Rob here for color first. commentary. You know, it's like the <laughs> it's like the sports games. I do the play by play. You just add in a little something when I get need to get a drink of water. So I'm the interesting part. You're just the details. That's what you're saying. 
No, that's uh, that's not what I said. <laughs> All right, so uh, Rob, do you um have you ever surfed? Uh, have you ever gone surfing? No, I've never surfed. I, I, yeah, no, I, I I've thought like it would be cool, but I've never tried it. I don't think well, I've I, really ha- I don't think I've really had the opportunity to try it actually. I, I went, my brother and I, uh, my brother-in-law and I were um, at Santa Cruz, California, and that's like one of the top places to surf in California. We were so excited. Uh-huh. The, the night before, there had been huge waves, and we were like, oh, we can't wait. And then we get to Santa Cruz that morning, and we rent surfboards, we rent wetsuits, and we get out there, and there's like not even a ripple. <laughs> and we were like, man, it stunk. It made for a lot easier surfing, though, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stand there on the board on the shore. We took pictures. Look at me, Mom. <laughs> That's right. Well, um, you, know, you know, last week it was Christmas, and a lot of people do crazy things around Christmas time. Well, um, apparently down in uh, Australia, there's a tradition of Santa's surfing at Christmas. And yeah. so. <laughs> okay. They That's set a different a new, one. <laughs> they set a new Guinness Book world record for the world's biggest surf lesson by having 320 people dressed up as Santa Claus learning to surf. <laughs> learning to surf. Yes, learning, Santa Claus. Yes, beards and all, which sounds wow. terribly uncomfortable in salt yeah, water. Yeah, right? Well, I'm wondering if they had, like, beard. the full coat and, like, it, they the did. fat suit and everything. <laughs> they that might weigh you down just a little bit in the water. That might be, like, more of a danger than anything. They raised money for One Wave, which is a nonprofit surfing community to raise awareness for mental health issues, which is odd considering I think you'd have to have issues in order to surf with the Santa suit on. But yeah, well, you know, there, there. It's funny. There's during this time of year, they always have all kinds of crazy Santa stuff. Like I've seen like Santa bike rides and stuff like that. In fact, I was in Chicago one year for Christmas, and there was a Santa bike ride going down the street, and I was taking photos of it. And, and I'm not making this up. I literally had a Santa pull off to the side and threaten to punch me in the face if I didn't stop taking pictures. <laughs> oh, oh I was like, man. Merry Christmas. Okay. <laughs> well, at least it's 362 more days till you'll have to see something like that again. Uh, this, yes, right. The countdown's on, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. This is Elevate FM. This is your daily dose here on the Morning Mayhem Show. We help you get your day started with a little bit of God's Word. We're coming out of 1 Corinthians 13, 12 this morning. It says this, Now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, and then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. You know, one of the great things, I when I was in college, my wife and I actually got to travel um, to Europe. We did a semester over in Europe, and um, we were in Italy, but we actually got to travel over to Greece. And so one of the places that we got to go was to Corinth. We were actually in Corinth, which, man, talk about a crazy experience of actually standing in the places where Paul um, said some of these things and and preached. And I mean, that was an amazing, amazing experience. And one of the things that we got to do is there is a museum there. And one of the things they have in the museum is this polished kind of plate looking thing, which um, they say is actually what they would have used as a mirror. And it's this polished piece of of bronze and and you can actually look at your face in it and and that was a really amazing experience to be able to stand there and look into this mirror and and see that it is a poor reflection it's not a great reflection you get an idea of like what you look like but you don't get to see the full thing and to me 
that idea of of not not being able to see God fully, of knowing exactly who He is now, we get a pretty good idea of it through Scripture, through our own experiences, all these things. But to know that one day we'll be able to see Him fully in all of His glory, I can't imagine that day. To to imagine what it will be like to be face to face with with our Creator and our God, that is a moment that I will look forward to to have a perfect reflection of who my father is. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. Morning Mayhem here with Rob and Brian on Elevate FM. And uh, Rob, I you know, you ever drive in the snow and the ice? Are you much for driving in the snow and the ice? Oh, yeah. It's, you know, I, I, well, we both grew up in the Metro Detroit area. So driving in the snow is like second nature to me. It doesn't stress me out in the, in the least. Yeah, me either. I mean, people get all freaked out about snow and ice, and I'm like, hey, let's go. Let's go ride around. I, I love to get in a parking lot and do donuts. You oh, know? yeah. I do that um, every year. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, something that I've never tried and does kind of freak me out would be actually, like, riding on ice, like tires and wheels made out of ice. Like like, like a tire? An ice tire? Yeah. Like if your wheel was made out of ice. I don't even think that's possible. I don't even think you can do ah, that. But it is. But it is because Lexus just did it. Are you kidding Lexus me? Lexus just, they released a concept car um, and it's its part of their NX crossover. Uh, they call it the Ice Tire Lexus NX. And Wait a minute. Literally, this is not something they're actually releasing, is it? No, no, no. This is a concept car, and okay. there's a video online. Without the car. tires. It, the, the car it, is it, the concept, not the tires. Yeah, okay. but they actually sculpted the wheels and tires out of ice. What in the and world? It, yeah, and put them on the car, and the car drives. No way. Ice. Yes, that ice. awesome. That's so awesome. It's terrible they for say, the summertime, though. <laughs> no, awful for the summer. <laughs> they say it took three months to put it together. No and that way. And included freezing the entire car for five days oh. in <laughs> In order in, to make uh, it cool 20, enough that it wouldn't melt the, yeah, the wheels? Yeah, tw- 22 degrees uh, at 22 degrees. Oh, my uh, goodness. Fahrenheit. That's crazy. Yeah, it, I don't even... I that To me, that's so surprising because I wouldn't think that ice would be able to support you know a a wheel made of ice would be able to support a car you would think it would just break under the pressure and it's it's not a solid block like it's carved out just like the wheel would be with like spokes and everything like it's insane that is absolutely crazy you got to make sure you post that man because that's amazing i'm gonna post it i really don't understand why they did it but it's cool, you know, whatever. <laughs> they just have money to burn. Man, that, that's so that's so cool, though. I mean, the video's got to be amazing of that. It's just, I can't even, that's just the weirdest thing ever, but I, I wouldn't mind driving that. It might make yeah, for a terrible well, ride, though. <laughs> we'll call Lexus and see if we can uh, give it Order a try. ourselves this up a Morning pair. Mayhem show. <laughs> Morning Mayhem with Rob and Brian here on Elevate FM, and this time of the day, I just really get an urge to find out if Rob is thinking those deep thoughts he's famous for. Well, you know, you know, at this time in the morning, I'm always thinking those kind of deep thoughts. That's what I'm known that's for. That's right. That's what he's known for. <laughs> and I just want him to spit some of that philosophical magic mojo I'm ready out to bring here it this morning. So I've had a coffee let me ask you a and question. a Coke Zero. So. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> you are ready. All right, you ready? Here we go. Okay. So, Rob, would you rather yes. win? Would you rather win a fabulous prize and then have it taken away from you? Oh. I mean, you'd get the notoriety and the fame of being t- said you're the winner and then having it being taken back and, oops, sorry, made a mistake, or not win at all. So are you asking me if I want to be Miss Universe? Because that's kind of awkward. <laughs> yes, that's kind of exactly why I'm bringing this up. So if you don't know, at the Miss Universe competition, Steve Harvey, oh, who man. is the host, reads, you know, they always have the winner and the first winner up. And they read the winner first, you know, and then the first winner up. Well, he actually read the first runner up as the winner. So he said, Miss Universe is Miss Columbia. Oh, Put the man. crown on her head. Gave her the flowers, then realized his mistake. It was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Nope, nope. It was Miss Philippines, and they had to take the crown off of her, take away the flowers, and give it to the other girl. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I know, like probably everybody's seen that by now, but it is, it is horrifying to watch. Like, yeah, you just Ugh. gotta feel for Steve Harvey because that that junk is miserable. Like, I can't imagine being there like it's it's so awkward that you can't you can't hardly watch the video like you just want to turn the video off because it's so bad oh man and it's like of all the things that you have to do as the host of that like that's the one thing you really have to do the rest is pretty much we'll be back after this commercial the one thing you have to do is crown the right winner you know i mean poor guy yeah he'll never be hosting that again i don't think he'll be hosting just about anything for a very long time oh man so, so you never answered, Rob. Would you rather win but not really win or win and yeah. never know it? Or, or never win at all. Never win at would all. Would you rather have loved and lost or never loved at all? I would say never won at all because, man, <laughs> dude, I just I can't imagine. I can't imagine having that moment where you think you've won everything. Like, she literally had the crown on her head and had it taken off her head. Like, can you imagine? Like, oh, man, no, no, I don't want that. (laughs) I don't want that kind of attention. It's pretty bad. Well, good thing is, Rob, I don't think you're in any danger of winning this universe anytime soon. (laughs) (laughs) This is Morning Mayhem. This is Morning Mayhem, and our daily dose of scripture is coming out of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 12. Now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, and then I shall know in full, even as I am fully known. I almost feel like I, I almost feel like I'm reading a Dr. Seuss book when I read that. <laughs> okay, like it does have a little bit of a ring, a rhyme, like, and rhythm, a rhyme, and like twist, and you really have to think about what you're reading. I'm not sure how the Apostle Paul would feel about that statement, though. That's it's going through my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I like how that verse ends with the, even as I'm fully known, because like you and I have known each other for years, Rob, you don't fully know me, you know, you couldn't tell somebody what I'm about to do next or what I'm thinking, you know, but, but God fully knows me. He knows me better than my wife, better than my children. He knows me better than I know myself. You know, there are times I surprise myself. I'm like, why did I say that? Why did I do that? God knows. He knows every hair on my head. He knows every, I mean, he knows me intimately. And the idea that I could one day know God as fully as he knows me is just mind blowing because there's so much about God I just don't understand. And that one day I'll be able to see him clearly and and know him the way that he knows me and have that depth of intimacy 
is just incredible. And I look forward to that day. And it's, for some people, it's terrifying. Like God would know me, that God would know everything about me. The thing is he already does. And he already loves you. He knows your dirtiest, darkest, most terrible, filthy, horrible, awful thoughts. And he loves you. He loves you in spite of it because he sent his son to die for you because he loved you that much. So you are fully, you don't have to be afraid of being fully known by God. You just need to embrace the blood of his son. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM with Rob and Brian, and we have got some tech news for you. All right. Do the intro. It's so fun to have intros. I love it. All right. So you remember back in October, we had a very important milestone in our country, a huge, uh, historically significant day, Back to the Future Day, right? (laughs) Yes, that's right. That's right. That was was a great day. That was a really great day. Well, apparently there's a, there's a company on Kickstarter that apparently their R&D took longer than they thought because they missed Back to the Future Day. They're just now making it out to <laughs> Kickstarter. But the company is called Flayon, and they've made the Back to the Future jacket that dries itself. No way. Yes. You remember yes. when he's hoverboarding in the pond and yes. he falls in? Yes. And then when he gets out and his jacket's like, whoa. Yeah. And it dries, and it dries itself. itself. Yes. Yes. They've made that jacket. No and, way. Now, isn't that, and it, isn't that jacket in the movie, doesn't it size itself as well? Because when he puts it on, isn't, aren't like the <laughs> arms all droopy and stuff? Yes, yeah. This one doesn't size itself, but it one does step at look a time. quite a bit. It's okay. It does. <laughs> it does look quite a bit like the jacket from the movie, and um, uh, <laughs> it uses um self inside out uh, or cir- self circulating high air pressure internally. So okay. basically, it's got fans inside of it with built in batteries, and it says it only takes about a minute or two to dry like a light wetness from rainfall or if you spill some water on yourself. Wow. Although um, it's not going to dry jumping in a pond in like 15 seconds (laughs) like it did in the movie. But Like I said, one step at a time. We'll take what we can get, right? (laughs) That's right. That's right. I'm just, the thing that I'm curious about is what's, what's the application here? Like how many times do you need a coat that's going to dry itself? I guess maybe like if you live in like Seattle or something, Maybe that, maybe that would be valuable. Maybe so. Well, the funny thing is, too, like, when it's drying itself, you pretty much look like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. I mean, it's like, whoop, <laughs> it's all inflated. So, Imagine what the people around you are thinking. Like, yeah. Like, what's going on with that guy? Why is he inflating? <laughs> well, if you want one, you can head over to Kickstarter and look up uh, Failion, F-A-L-Y-O-N, and... Um, you know, you can have one by April 2016, which means it'll be you'll have it just in time for Halloween next year. You can get your Nike self-lacing kicks. Well, I was going to say the, the self-lacing jacket. kicks are supposed to come out in 2016 as well. That's right. So, so you can have your whole Marty McFly outfit right. for Halloween next year. I think I know what I'm being for Halloween. There you go, right? We'll be back in a minute. This is Morning Mayhem. Morning Mayhem back at you. It's Robin Brian, and I don't know if anybody else in the whole world saw it, but I saw Star Wars last week. Without me. Um, if, if everybody reminds like, I don't know if anybody else remembers that, but I sure remember that. I sure remember everybody else going out to see the movie and not inviting me. Brian, do you remember that part? 
I remember I'm that. sure we invited you, Rob. You were probably busy, <laughs> couldn't make it. And really, really, yeah. that that's what you're gonna go with. Yeah. Okay. So no, that's great. Okay, we don't want you to come. All right. You know, you talk on your cell phone in the movie the whole time. You know, I'm just videoing you the movie. You dump popcorn all over us. <laughs> <laughs> That's illegal, Rob. So now we, I saw it, and um, I, I was, I thought it was great. I really, I don't want to give any spoilers. I know there's a lot of people that haven't seen. I know there's like ten people in America that haven't seen it yet, but um, I don't want to give any spoilers. But this is so funny. So uh, Mac Powell from Third Day, yeah, uh, right before the movie came out. So it came out on like you know Friday, and he on like Wednesday, he t- he tweeted out. Just saw an early preview of Star Wars The Force Awakens. So sad that R2-D2 loses his life. What? (laughs) (laughs) Then quickly, he he tweeted after that, Oops, my bad. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Then said, Just kidding. I didn't see it. I haven't seen it yet. Just a joke. Oh, he may have taken oh, his life into his own hands in doing that. So, <laughs> you know what would have been terrible is if R two D two actually had died in the movie. That would have made oh, it that all that much horrible. worse. Like if he accidentally spoiled it for real. <laughs> yeah, that would be awful, man. Yeah, he really would have had some death threats as a result of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, people you know, people are serious about no spoilers on on they, Star Wars. Even still, they are. people are serious about it. They are, and oh, I, now man. that I've seen it, I will say that his uh, prediction wasn't terribly far off. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll just let you see it for yourself and decide. In the meantime, try not to give Mac Powell too much of a hard time about it. You know, <laughs> show the man some love. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM. This is Morning Mayhem. We've got your daily dose of God's word as we get to wrap up this Monday, December 28th, and we'll do that with First Corinthians 13:12. Now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. Yeah, you know, you mentioned this a little bit earlier this morning, Brian, but the idea of being fully known um, is both Mm -hmm. a exciting and terrifying proposition. (laughs) Because, you know, I (laughs) mean, it it is truly a blessing to have people that know you incredibly well. Um, but uh, sometimes that intimacy can be a level that's that's almost terrifying. And you know, God does know us fully. And I think um, I think more than terrifying, it's um, it is comforting because we know His character and who He is. I think it can only be terrifying when you don't know the character of the person who knows you. Um, you know, like when you. <clears throat> When you, if you've ever had your identity stolen or anything like that, that's a terrifying thing because suddenly somebody has some piece of you or knows some piece of you or knows like your passwords or whatever, and um, and you don't know who that is. You, you don't know what what to think about that. But but God, I mean, we know His character. We know who He is. Like without a doubt, have a have a relatively clear picture of who He is and know that He is trustworthy. And so the fact that He knows me. The fact that he knows me intimately, like every detail of me, like knowing my thoughts before I know that, like knowing my needs when I don't even know what I need. That God knows me that well, and he still loves me in spite of all of my junk. That's a beautiful thing. Hope that goes with you for the rest of your day is to know that God not only knows you, but loves you deeply. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. You are listening to Moron Mayhem. 
Wait, this script said moron mayhem. Isn't it morning mayhem? Well, either way, the title fits the host. Here are Rob and Brian. Good morning, Tuesday, December 29th. And um, Rob, this is Pepper Pot Day. <laughs> pepper Pot Day? <laughs> well, don't you know your American history, Rob? Come on. Clearly Everybody knows not. about the Pepper Pot. <laughs> it is. It was the soup that won the war. Oh, just, what? what war? Surely, what war? The American Revolution, of course. And Pepper Pot won the American War. Okay. Yes. This is a great. Okay, so this is a great history lesson for everybody right here. So I, I didn't know this either, but apparently, um, it's kind of gone out of style. But for the first hundred years in American history, this was a real big deal. Um, this was the day that uh, Washington's troops were camped out at Valley Forge. Uh-huh. You know, and um, we all know about Valley Forge and Washington throwing the like silver dollar or whatever across the water and saying whoever gets there, you know, they they didn't have any food. They were freezing cold. Their, you know, clothes were wearing thin. They had very little ammo and, you know, they needed to get morale up and they didn't have any rations. And they had just some little bits of, uh, of black pepper and some small bits of dried meat and some dried vegetables. And... They started just throwing them all in a pot, put put water in from the river, and they just boiled it, boiled it, and made this soup. And the soup, you know, was just enough that these guys were able to, you know, eat it and get some strength, and then go into the battle. Okay. And um, anyhow, so that was they called that pepper pot soup, and it became kind of infamous in our culture for like a hundred years. And pepper pot day, people would have pepper pot soup, and now we've kind of forgotten all about it. But today is pepper pot I've day. I've never heard of that before. So look it up. Today's Pepper Pot Day, and today's the day you need to go home and make some Pepper Pot soup and win a war. <laughs> whatever battle whatever battle you have sitting in front of you. That's maybe right. today, because I think really to capture the spirit of Pepper Pot Appreciation Day or whatever, you should just grab some random ingredients, throw them into boiling water, and then eat that. That's what I think. That that would work as well. I'm that sure gets it, to whatever the true you, spirit of it. That's right. Just whatever you've got laying around, exactly. you know. Fruit Loops and some, some creamer you know, and maybe some ham and broccoli quiche <laughs> that's left over, <laughs> or, um, and some or some pumpkin of that, pie. You know, a couple a couple pieces chunks of like leftover Christmas ham. That's right. Sweet potatoes. Throw it all in there. A couple Christmas cookies. <laughs> Fruit cake. <laughs> some baking soda. <laughs> That sounds like a solid baking soup soda. to me. I'm, I'm, I'm all there ready. You go. <laughs> Pepper puke soup. <laughs> That's the morning well, mayhem version. <laughs> this is wishing you all a merry Pepper Pot Day from Morning Mayhem. You're listening to Elevate FM. <laughs> Bringing you your daily dose of God's Word, it's the Morning Mayhem Show. And today your daily dose comes from James 1, verses 2 through 4. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance, and perseverance must finish its work so that you may become mature and complete, not lacking anything. This has got to be one of those verses that's got to be like one of the weirdest verses in Scripture, because like, who who comes to this verse and like expecting when it says, consider it pure joy, like there's so many things that could come after that. But yeah. instead, it says, whenever you face trials of many kinds, like I, it's just not it's 
I love it because I feel like the Bible turns so many things on its head like this. And like mm-hmm. the, I think the teachings of Christ and his disciples show just how differently we as Christians are, are to approach life and, and everyday experiences and all these things. And he says, consider pure joy when you face trials of many kinds. And the reason is, is because we have a trust in the fact that God is at work within us. And that like even things, even things that we wouldn't look forward to, even though there's things that we wouldn't consider joy, we can consider joy because we know that God is at work even in the difficult things that come, even in the trials that come our way. We know that God is present there with us, that is working with us, that is helping us through whatever it might be, that God is at work within us, um, changing us, growing us through all of these different things that we go through. And may you, wherever you are, whatever it is that you struggle with today, I know it may be difficult to follow along with the scripture and to say, consider it pure joy, but hold on to the truth that whatever it is that you're going through, that God is present there with you going through it. And may you trust in him and know that he is at work in you. This is Morning Mayhem. Just a little bit after 7 in the morning, this is the Morning Mayhem crew. You are listening to the best radio show you will ever hear in your entire life on this station today. It's a qualified it's statement. true. Yeah. You got to qualify those statements, you know? Yes, you do. Like, I am your best friend in the whole world that you're with right now. <laughs> it does make you feel better for just it a does. second there. For just a second. It's like, yes. <laughs> Well, we've got some news for you uh, about the news boys, which, you know, oh, that's hey, hey, look at see, that. you see what I did there. Huh? See so it? you're a news boy bringing us news about the news boys. That's right. Some some news. <laughs> <laughs> so they, it's some brand new news about the news boys. Okay, this is going too far. <laughs> the news boys <laughs> have just announced the next leg of their God's Not Dead tour. Um a lot of people have been waiting for this uh, this tour to start back up. They did it two years ago, and uh, yeah. now as they're getting ready for the movie, The God's Not Dead 2, they're launching out on tour, and um, it's going to kick off March 31st. They're going to be on tour with Audio Adrenaline, OBB, and Ryan Stevenson, and I'm telling you what, OBB puts on an amazing show. The Newsboys probably put on the best show of anybody. So, yeah. I mean, if this bang for your buck... You're never going to probably go to a better, more exciting, better produced concert than this one right Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, they have a long history of producing great shows. So. Oh, one of their things they've done for years, I'm sure assume they'll do on this tour is the the drummer actually sits in like a harness and during That's the so set awesome. <laughs> he like lifts up on a pneumatic lift and spins in circles. I mean, it's unbelievable. And then OBB, they use confetti cannons and like those uh leaf blowers with toilet paper rolls on the end and I mean they just it's a ton of fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to want to see this show. Um, I saw the previous God's Not Dead tour, and just the video effects they did were unbelievable. It's absolutely an amazing show. So the closest they're going to get to our region is Evansville, Indiana, on March or on April 3rd. So may have to make a little trip down there. They also um, are going to be in the movie uh, God's Not Dead 2, which releases in April, and they're performing the theme song to the movie, which is their new hit, Guilty, and they'll be performing that during the tour. So pretty awesome. Want to make yeah, sure you awesome. get out and see that. 
Yeah, in fact, the movie, I think it's supposed to come out on April 1st. So April 3rd, man, you're only talking about two days after the premiere of the movie. I know. That's pretty cool. I know. Maybe make it a double header. Go to the movie. There and you then go. Go to a matinee of the movie and go to the Absolutely. concert. There you go. That would be fantastic. <laughs> this is Morning Mayhem. This is Morning Mayhem uh, coming back to you, Brian. I've, you know, have you ever heard that everybody has somewhere in the world has a doppelganger? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I always hear people say that I look like um, several different actors in Hollywood. Um, Tom Cruise, you know, Brad Pitt. <laughs> they they kind of compare me to that. You know, a both lot. of those guys are significantly older than you, right? <laughs> well, the younger versions. They're like, oh, remember when Brad right. Pitt was in um, that one movie in the 90s and everybody thought he was so. That's what you look like. I mean, that's what I get. I don't yeah. know about you. So, well, you somebody had told me once they thought you looked like Jabba the Hutt or something. Is that is that a. I didn't. No, I don't get that one a lot. <laughs> There actually is a Hollywood actor with my same name, though. So is there you know, seriously? people. Have, yeah, yeah. He was in some movies. He was in. He was in. Uh, he was in Star Trek: The Next Generation for a while. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So, that's awesome. Well, yeah. um, I I saw this story the other day. There is um, there's a website that's called Twin Stranger. Okay, and this this website seeks to track down people's doppelgangers. Which, you know, doppelganger just means somebody that looks exactly like you who's not right. related to you. Like, it, it, yeah. you know, they're, they're like your twin and they're your twin stranger. And so they um, they created this website to help people track down the people that look like exactly like them all across the world. And I'll tell you what, they have come up with a couple people that look almost identical and they've never met. And, and in fact, there was this there's two uh, ladies. One was uh, this girl, Shannon, from Ireland. And there was another girl named Sarah from Sweden, um, both who were who within about three years. One's 21, one's 17. And they actually, like, flew in order to be able to meet each other. And they said, um, and they have a picture posted, too, in this article that I'm reading. But they are so identical that they're that one of the girls, I think it was Sarah's father, said she couldn't even he couldn't even tell the difference between the two girls. Wow. Yeah, isn't that That's crazy insane. to think? That is so crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, see, I have a, there was actually another youth minister. When I was a youth minister here, there was a youth minister from Paducah who him and I looked very similar. Now, um, we're, we weren't exactly the same, a weight, little weight difference and stuff. But his son, when his son was like two, would walk up to me and go, Daddy? Like, <laughs> no way. Like, yeah, it was really creepy, and like I was like, "This is this is really weird, man." People used to always joke with us that we could be twins. That's so, so it's funny. weird when you meet somebody who looks that much like you. It's it's very strange. Yeah, it's an odd thing. Now, ten years later, we don't look anything alike, but we converged <laughs> for a few years. For a few there. years, it was like, you were almost the same person. Right. Well, I remember people yeah. saying that about us when we were in high school at some point. <laughs> yeah, people would think that we were brothers or twins. Right. Exactly. But, you know. You know, I mean, I, I guess that, you know, that's a compliment to you, you know, <laughs> or to, to anybody who look as nice, as good as me. Right. So. Okay. Well, here's hoping you find your doppelganger out there somewhere and that they are as kind and sweet and friendly as you are to all of our listeners, because we know you're just sweet and kind people, and we just hope you find them. This is Morning Mayhem. This is your uh, daily dose of scripture today. It's coming out of James chapter one, verse two through four. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. 
and perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Yeah, I remember being taught about this verse when I was maybe in high school or college, and the teacher of the Bible class was saying, uh, don't ever pray for perseverance. And we were like, why? I mean, that's a good thing, right? <laughs> yes, I, mean, I remember that. We I remember that. Sh- we should be happy to pray for perseverance and patience and, you know, strong will. And he was like, no, because look what you get it from. You say, I want perseverance. God's going to contest your faith. It's like, oh, man, you know, and like, same thing with suffering and patience, you know. But I don't think that the lesson here is not to pray for that. I think the lesson here is that God brings beauty from pain. Um, there actually was a song by Super Chick That's and true. Toby Mac called Beauty from Pain that was really, uh, or an album by Super Chick and then a song called Stories about how in our stories of our pain and our difficulty and all the struggles that we go through, God brings beauty from that. God doesn't, he doesn't cause us to go through pain. He, he just doesn't do that. But he does allow it and he does resurrect us through it. He allowed Jesus to be put on the cross so that he could resurrect Jesus to do life. And in the same way, when we, when our faith is tested, we shouldn't be torn up and upset and like, oh man, I can't believe that I had to, you know, was called on to give a testimony for why I believe what I believe. But rather, we should be like, man, you know, my faith was tested and I was able to stand up and give a testimony for my faith. And man, I feel good about it. And I feel strong about it because when you have to say why you believe what you believe, it strengthens your belief. In you, because you have to ask yourself, do I really believe this? And if you come out saying yes, I do, you know you're stronger for it. And so there's a lot of blessing that comes out of that. This is morning mayhem. This is morning mayhem, and uh, this morning, Brian, I got I got this really cool story. You know, um, man, the the movie Pay It Forward came. Uh, came out a long oh, time yeah. ago. It's an old movie. I don't even remember. I don't remember what it was. I mean, it's got to be 10 plus years old. I don't remember yeah. when it came out, but oh. it came out quite a while ago. I think actually, I think it was almost 15 years ago, yeah, but either way. Late 90s, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it was really quite a while ago. But anyways, you know, this movie is, is kind of created a really interesting thing. Whereas this idea of um, when somebody does something really great for you, instead of just accepting it and being like, oh, that's awesome, is actually taking that and and then committing to paying that goodness forward to somebody else. Yeah. And so um, one of the ways that you've seen that kind of happen is um, is uh, quite a bit at actually like restaurants. Um, so recently, and this you know this time of year you you hear a lot of these kind of stories. But this year at a McDonald's in uh, in Florida, there was um, at a McDonald's a woman decided to pay for the meal of the person in back of it. And you've heard these stories before, right? Yeah. And um, and this though ended up going on and on and on. <laughs> in fact, it went on for 250 cars. Oh 250 my goodness! Cars. Isn't that crazy? Wow, that's insane. Now the question that that leaves in my mind though is like. Who was the guy that didn't at the end, the 250th car? Let's just, you know what? Maybe let's just hope. Let's just look on the bright side. Let's just hope that maybe there was nobody, like there was a lull in the line there, and that's why it ended. Hey, yeah, maybe, maybe that's it, right? There was just nobody to pay it forward to. But Because if it was like somebody, because you know at that point, the cashiers have got to be like, really? Dude, 250 yes. cars have paid it forward, and you're not going to? And you're you're going to ruin it? Really? And the guy's like, yeah, but I was just getting a coffee. They've got four. Or combo meals back there. You know who it is? It's the guy who was like driving by and was like, I have exactly one dollar to buy a large Coke. <laughs> <laughs>
That's right. has, has nothing else in his car. <laughs> He's like, I would pay it for it, I promise, but I don't have $27 to pay for the six combo meals in the car behind exactly. me. Exactly. Well, you know, the article that I read had mentioned some of these other amazing things that happened. One is um, in a Starbucks in Nevada, it happened 73 times, which is pretty impressive. But the one that totally blew me away is in Connecticut. There was a Starbucks that had people do it 640 times. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. That's well, I absolutely wanna, amazing. Here's what I want to do. I want to start right here in my community a mortgage pay it forward. You know, <laughs> And I'm just going to start with the people that live on either side of me. And then, yes. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to say whether or not I'm going to keep it up, but we'll just start with the mortgage <laughs> pay it forward. This is Morning Mayhem. Morning Mayhem here on Elevate FM. And, um, of course, if you listen every day, you know that right around this time every day, I like to um, ask Rob some tough, challenging questions and see if he can hold up to it or if he's left wanting, usually <laughs> left wanting. But Easy, man. Easy. We're going <laughs> to... We're going to see today what he's got under the hood, you know, in the brain power department. Yes. Rob, this is actually more of a cultural question. You know, some people I'm really a very enjoy museums. Person, so that's good. You are. <laughs> well, you did say you've seen the Mona Lisa in person. I did. So I have. Not many people can say that. Um, now, some people like museums. Some people can't stand them. Some people like going shopping. Some people can't stand it. All right. Here's the question. Okay. Would you rather go... If you had to spend a couple hours on a Saturday, would you rather go to a museum or to an Apple store? Oh, uh, that's that's a good question. I think um, I think I'd probably go to the museum. I think I'd take the museum for sure because you know what I I don't feel like Apple really has anything too crazy out like now that I, I'd want to see. Like everybody's seen an iPad, everybody's seen an iPhone. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know that there's anything that I really want to go and spend two hours at an Apple store for. So, like, when the Apple store first opened up and the iPads and iPhones were brand new, you know, That's you'd have gone. Different but story. now, yeah, okay. That's a different story. Well, now, story. Now, Rob, now you can do both. <laughs> oh, if you really? happen to be in the city of Prague, nice. all the way over I've been in the city of Prague. I really am cultured. Yeah. <laughs> Where is Prague? What is in that? The Czech in Czechoslovakia? Republic. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh -huh. Okay, the Czech Republic. So, if you're in Prague, then. Um, you can go to the Apple Museum. Oh, really? It's an un—it's unofficial. It's not uh, official by okay. Apple, but they've opened this Apple Museum. It's the biggest private collection of Apple gear in the world, ranging from some of the earliest systems all the way up to what they have in the store today. That's really cool. Yeah, I mean, yep. I'm surprised I actually haven't heard of something like this before, you know, where you could go and see that. Um, I would think that even, I wonder if Apple has an official museum. Uh, not that I know of. I'm pretty sure that's what their Apple stores are. <laughs> because Except they don't they have pretend... anything old there. <laughs> well, because they kind of pretend like old stuff doesn't exist. Yes, like they right. never made yes, anything they do. older. They do it pretend disappears. like old stuff never exists. So, now, I have been to the Discovery Place Children's Museum down here in Union City, Tennessee, and they have actually uh, several of old, older Apple computers there, which is kind of neat. That but this cool. one in Prague even has the Lisa, which is very rare, the Mac Lisa. Um the 20th anniversary Mac, the Beatles collector box with the iPod and the Rip It Yourself oh, CD yeah. library. I mean, they've got a lot of cool stuff. So if you ever, you know, happen to have a free Saturday and want to just run over to Prague and check it out, you know, <laughs> give me a holler. Maybe I'll go with you as long as you're driving. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. 
Morning Mayhem here again with your daily dose. Today, Tuesday, December 29th, Pepper Pot Day, which we're glad to uh, share with you. Where you throw you anything you have in the kitchen into a pot and cook it up and eat it. And then go fight a war. Yes. This, <laughs> But this is time for our daily dose. It comes from James 1, 2 through 4. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work in you so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Yeah, I, I think that the message of this verse is is that we need to, one, as Christians, is to not expect that life is going to be perfect. Um, and that it's not going to include trials. It's it's not as if becoming a Christian suddenly instantly frees you from like any pain or hardship or that suddenly God is going to take away any trial or difficulty in your life. And in fact, your faith in God may actually cause you to have more trials than, than normal, um, to struggle more than normal. But the promise is, is that it is not without purpose. Like it's not without God at work within you. And, and so many times God works within the pain, within the struggle, within the trial, that God is at work in that. And if you can hold on, if you can hold on to your faith and trust that God is doing something, trust that God is at work, then something great can come out of that. Like good can come out of that. Maturity and faith can come out of that. Perseverance can come out of that. So if you're facing something today and you're just struggling, and I know it's not easy to remember this, but... But may I just encourage you and say, look, hold on. And whatever whatever it is that you're struggling with, just hold on. Hold on to your faith and hold on knowing that God is with you and that he will be with you through all of it and that it's not without purpose and that God is there and is trying to strengthen you, trying to hold your hand through all of it if you'd like. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. Tech news on Morning Mayhem. If you didn't know what that stands for, that stands for uh, technology news, <laughs> news about technology. Wow. So, thanks thanks for that yeah. informational break there. You know, there, I'll just, well, we've got to enlighten the listener. Well, there's people that are confused out there, about. certainly. I mean, this yes, is so, this is good radio right here. <laughs> right there. Well, let me tell you, this is not just tech, it's high tech. And by high, I mean sky high, because today we're talking about drones. Yes. It's been too long since we have had drone news. Well, they dominate the news right now, man. Every time you turn around, there's something about drones in the news. Or hoverboards. Mostly, or hoverboards that are exploding. That aren't or, really hoverboards. Mostly, <laughs> mostly the drone news is about ones by this company, DJI. Okay. You know, the Phantom, yeah, 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 which yeah. is, of course, incredibly popular. Right. Everybody, the white It's the white plastic one with the cameras hanging off the right. bottom. Well, DJI is actually an $8 billion company. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. In 2014, they did they did 500 million in sales. <laughs> in 2014, they haven't even said what they did in 15 yet. So, they have decided, like other high-profile companies, that they need to have kind of a status symbol store, and they've opened up their first retail outlet in uh, Shenzhen, China. Great Shenzhen, Shenzhen, China. What was that? One more time. It's their hometown, <laughs> Shenzhen. That's, I think, right. My Chinese is a little rusty. Forgive me. <laughs> anyway, it's going to feature a theater, a lounge, a high ceiling test area. It's 8,600 square feet, but don't think you're going to get there and go fly a drone. Oh, They've got experts flying them there. Miserable. But the question is, is will this be the first of many stores? Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. Could we see a future... 
location in London, L.A., New York, Harden. I mean, any of those places. <laughs> it's Harden, you know. It's right there. After L.A., you know, we're getting one. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's next, definitely next on the list. So... Anyway, if you're looking to get a drone, you might want to take a little trip to China. And what was, and pick the, yours was up the name of that the city again? Shenzhen. Did I catch a niner in there? I can't say it. I'll tell you what. Let me go work on my Chinese pronunciation. In the meantime, we'll play you guys some more great music. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM. One of the biggest songs of the year has been Lift Your Head, Weary Sinner by Crowder. Of course, it's nominated for a Grammy, Grammy Award, which right. I think, to me, it's the winner of that category. I think, I think so it's going to win the award. It's a fantastic song. Um, I wasn't a huge uh, David Crowder band, Fowder, Crowder band fan in the beginning. <laughs> what was that? What is, I said <laughs> David Crowder, Fowder band. <laughs> David Crowder band fan <laughs> in the beginning, but... I, as they progressed, I grew to like him more. And then now, as just Crowder, uh-huh. you know, since he quit with the band as just Crowder, I really like him a lot. Yeah. I mean, fantastic music. Yeah. And um, what's interesting here is um, that a lot of people have never seen Crowder in concert. So and that's a shame because it's a fantastic it show. Even early on in the days of the David Crowder band, when I was like, ah, take him or leave him, their concerts were some of the best I've oh, ever yeah, seen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know? They're just absolutely amazing. He's an incredible showman. They do an amazing job. He's got amazing All hair. kinds of different instruments. And beard. He's got great hair and, and a yes. beard. <laughs> yeah. And apparently this Arctic fox is on stage with him now on his tour. So <laughs> anyway, the, this is the thing. If you've never seen Crowder in concert, now you can watch his entire live show from the start of the setup to the end of the show in just 24 minutes. Really? On YouTube. Yes. So there's a YouTube video of the whole show. A lot of it's high speed, you know, as the setup and stuff. Yeah. But you can watch the entire show in 24 minutes on YouTube. We're going to post the link on our That's Facebook awesome. page. You can check it out. You can see what you've been missing so that you can run out and then see him live sometime because you will definitely want to do that. Absolutely. That's that's a little CCM news for you on your Tuesday morning. This is Rob, and this is Brian, and this is Morning Mayhem. <laughs> This is your daily dose of scripture uh, with morning mayhem uh, coming out of the book of James, chapter one, verse two through three or four. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) Consider it pure joy, my brothers, when you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. I think that this last verse may be the most important verse of this. Obviously, we focus on the fact that our faith is tested and we get a benefit from that. But what is the benefit when it's final? That we are mature and complete, not lacking anything. Um, I think we all lack, you know, like sometimes it's hard to even know what we lack. It's hard to see our own shortcomings, but we are all lacking in some ways. You know, I know myself, sometimes I'm just not real sensitive and I want to be, but I, I just miss cues that maybe somebody's hurting and I should be sensitive to that. And um, and I would say you lack maturity sometimes. I, sometimes I lack maturity. <laughs> I'm just very silly and goofy and immature. But, you know, the thing is, like, we, we all lack. And, and this is Christ's promise here is that as we grow in him, the goal is to become mature and complete and complete in our faith, mm-hmm. containing right. all the fruits of the spirit, all the things, the goodness, the kindness, the gentleness, the self-control, all those things in full measure 
so that we can be like Christ. And that's what this is promising. And so even terrible things like testing of our faith, like persecution, like struggle, can bring us maturity, completion. And you've seen it. You've seen people who have struggled in their life and they have a sense of wisdom and maturity about them that you don't get cheaply. You don't get other ways. Um, and so as we strive to be like Christ, we need to embrace trials of any kind because they can help us become more like him. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. You're listening to Elevate FM. It's time to snuggle up with your favorite morning radio show. Huh? Oh, that show's not on anymore. Oh, okay. Well, here's Morning Mayhem with Robin Bryan. Morning, morning, morning. It's Wednesday, December. (laughs) Mayhem, mayhem, morning. We should stop saying good morning. We should say mayhem morning. (laughs) No. As our slogan to our show is we we put some crazy in your day in a good way. (laughs) It's morning mayhem. (laughs) Listen, I don't need any crazy in today because today is about one thing and one thing only. Okay. Today is bacon day. No way! Yes. Today? Today is the day you've been waiting for. It's Bacon Day. That and is what that means glorious. is you don't have to worry about how much fat or cholesterol is in it. You just eat it all day long, <laughs> just buddy. Bacon. It's bacon Day. Bacon fact, at breakfast, bacon at lunch, bacon at dinner, bacon, for bacon dinner. everything. Listen, if you think about it, I mean, in the breakfast, bacon and eggs. Lunch, you're going to have a BLT. Dinner, you're going to have a Bacon wrapped filet mignon. I mean, it is for every meal. I mean, bacon is one of the few foods you can eat at every meal. You know, when we several weeks ago we asked what people's favorite sandwich was, and somebody posted on the Facebook site that their favorite sandwich was a grilled cheese sandwich with bacon on it, which is genius. Now wait a minute, Rob. Wait a minute. I'm going to put a little plug in here for one of our friends here in town, Cafe Chaz. Rick Niebuhr over at Cafe Chaz has supported the station, and uh, he's a wonderful guy. He sells a sandwich. I guess you haven't had this, Rob. It's called the Killer Grilled Cheese. No. And it's a grilled cheese with a spicy Caribbean sauce and bacon. What? And I was over there. Yeah, it's fantastic. I was over there eating it one day, and I was like, Rick, the only thing that could make this better is if it was a double-decker. And he was like, done. And it's a it's an unofficial menu item. You can go there and ask no for the Brian's way. Killer Grilled Cheese, and it's a double decker <laughs> bacon and grilled cheese sandwich with spicy Caribbean sauce. I'm telling you what, it is unbelievable. Maybe he could create a uh, breakfast sandwich. I want a morning mayhem sandwich. A mayhem oh, sandwich. That's what I want. A mayhem sandwich. All right, Rick, if you're listening, you got a challenge. <laughs> that would be amazing. Any restaurant that's listening. If you if you make a mayhem sandwich, I will come and do a live remote from your restaurant. Oh, that would be fantastic. You just threw Absolutely it down, man. Fantastic. You just threw just that threw down, down on the table. That's right. Any restaurant in our listening area, I will come and do a live remote while I eat oh the morning goodness. mayhem breakfast sandwich. That's so fantastic. <laughs> I so, so badly want somebody to take that up. Please, please, somebody do this. We might have to mention it a little later in the morning. It is 6.30 right now. I mean, it's kind of early. Hey, look, if, you're bre- if your restaurant serves breakfast, you're already up at this point. That's true. They're at work right now. All right, the challenge is out there, and who knows whether you'll meet it or not, but we'll be waiting to see. It's the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM. 
We're happy to be here with you this morning, and uh, we want to bring to you a little piece of scripture, your daily dose of scripture coming out of Psalm verse, or chapter 147, verse 3. It says, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. This is just a testament to the nature of our God. The nature mm-hmm. of our God is that he heals. He, he, he heals people. Uh, yeah. So many people in this world are like, you know, mad at God. Um, like I remember in the movie Bruce Almighty, which was a poignant parable, that Bruce, you know, falls on his knees and says, you know, God, you're a bully. You could fix yeah. my life in a second if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. What he doesn't realize is God has been working that whole time to help right. Bruce. And that's really the truth, is that so many people in this world are shouting and yelling at God saying, you could fix this, you could fix this. And God is standing there with the Band-Aids in his hand, with the, you know, saying, I'm, I'm trying to put... The Band-Aid on you, sometimes my kids, if they get a scrape or hurt or something, I'm, I'm trying to put the antiseptic on and the Band-Aid, and they're pulling away. And they're, no, no, yeah. no, no, don't. Yeah, yeah. it's it going to sting. It's going to, you know. Sting. Yeah. And that's exactly what God is standing there with the bandages saying, let me help you. Right. Let me. I'm not causing you pain. I'm trying to heal you. I'm trying to cleanse you. I'm trying to make you new and make you better. And we're just so resistant. We're just like children that just don't understand. And so in your pain and your suffering, don't blame God. Run to God. Let him throw his arms around you. Let him begin the process of healing you. Healing is not always painless. In fact, it's usually painful. But in the end, you're healed. And don't you want to be healed? This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevated. So, Rob, um, have you ever been to Washington, D.C.? Yes, it's been a long time, but... <clears throat> I think when I was a teenager, I went there for um, for a little while. Did you hit up any of the Smithsonian museums? Yeah, I think we did. I don't even know that I could tell you which one I went to, but I, I, I did go to one of them. Well, they're just immense. I mean, they're huge. There's so many of them. I've been to them a couple different times, and they're, they'll blow you away because they're just so humongous. The collections are so huge. And they're kind of like the gold standard for museums. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and there's been an effort in the last couple of years um, by the guy who started Hobby Lobby. Um, he's invested a lot of his fortune into opening a museum on the National Mall on par with the Smithsonian Museums. In fact, his desire would be that you wouldn't even, if you didn't know, you wouldn't realize it wasn't one of the Smithsonian. Oh, okay. And it's going to be called the National Museum of the Bible. Oh, no way. Yeah. So Sidewalk Prophets, which is a great band, we play them all the time here on Elevate, they actually got to go, it's not open yet, but they got to go uh, on an early tour of some of the, the museum as it's being put together. And it's scheduled to open in 2017, and the members of Sidewalk Prophets tweeted out, brace yourself for an experience beyond anything you could imagine. Really? Wow, that's pretty yeah. high praise. Now you might be sitting there thinking like, how can this be, there be this huge great museum about like the Bible? Like, I mean, is it just like a couple old Bibles or something? And yeah, there are going to be a lot of like, you know, old Bibles, Gutenberg Bibles, you know, famous old Bibles. But the thing is, is it's not just about that. It's going to contain uh, sections of the Dead Sea Scrolls. It's going to contain Ooh, that's cool all stuff. kinds of artifacts and archaeology related to the Holy Lands and the Bible. Um, you're going to go in and see things with your own eyes, Roman crucifixion nails that are from the time of Jesus. You're going to go in and see artifacts that are authentic 
specifically dated two Bible times um, that testify to the stories that you have read in the Bible, and it's going to be just mind blowing from what they say. So, wow! And so, exciting so stuff. it sounds like it's like it's in process. Like they're really building this museum. It's it's in process right now. It's going to open in 2017. They've been working on it for wow. about three or four years. 2017 is not that far away. Yep, that's so awesome. Plan your plan your trip to DC to go to the National Museum of the Bible and um, thank Sidewalk Prophets for bringing the story to us this morning. This is Elevate FM. This is Morning Mayhem, and we are back with you this morning. You know, Brian. Um, you know, I'm. It's it's amazing how there's all this Star Wars news right now. Like, yes. If you're, like I was on Facebook the other day, and man, even still, I mean, the movie's been out for a little while now, and and my Facebook feed is dominated with like oh, dancing yeah. stormtroopers and like <laughs> you know, like all kinds of weird and, stuff, right? And BB-8, that cute little droid who looks like a beach ball. He's yes. so cute. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, um, anyways, I, I saw this one and I knew that we had to talk about it. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that out there that really love Star, Star Wars, and I mean. Yes really love Star Wars. Like, okay. Yeah, Brian's holding up his little R2-D2 right now. Okay, all right. <laughs> but, um, so, uh, what if, I mean, would you be willing to, you know, say, change your name to a Star Wars character? <laughs> like Darth Brian? Joba, <laughs> Boba Fett? <laughs> no, no, I would not. Well, there is a... <laughs> A uh, 43-year-old former Marine who owns a gym who is um, uh, has actually legally changed his name to, you ready for it? Darth Vader. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he legally wow. changed his name to Darth Vader, which I don't That's even know what to say about that. Nothing but a lifetime full of frustration and heartache. <laughs> I mean... I just want to, like, I can just see right now when he's, like, standing in line to, like, get his driver's license oh renewed or whatever, and they're like, name, and he's like, Darth Vader, and they're like, <laughs> right, name? No, really, it's Darth Vader. Okay, fine. You want to joke around? You can go to the back of the line. No, really, it's Darth Vader. Here's my license. Cop pulling him over. License and registration, please. Hands it to him, and he's going to be like, okay, whatever. Get out of the car. This is Hands real on the funny, dude. Real funny. That guy does not know what he's signed up for. You know how funny that would be, though, is to, like, take somebody's credit card that says Darth Vader on it, like, if you're checking them out at a store, and see their card says Darth Vader, and you're like... I'm not sure that I trust you too much. Or like trying to fly, like you're going through a security and they're like, you're hey, now Darth wait a minute. Vader. If Darth Vader's not on the no-fly list, then, then we got a problem in our country. You're gonna you're gonna let Darth Vader get on a plane? Come on, people. So, anyways, uh pretty pretty crazy. I wouldn't recommend changing your name to anything Star Wars related, really. Maybe Han Solo. That would be okay. I think that would be all right. I think you could do yeah. that. <laughs> well, his name's available now. So, yes, that's it, right. Meanwhile, this is uh, Leia and Luke. I'll let you decide which one's which. <laughs> Sign it off for a little bit. We'll play some more music and be back in just a minute. This is Morning Mayhem with your daily dose of God's Word coming out of Psalm 147.3. He heals up the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Yeah, you know, this is a short but sweet uh, daily dose today. But it's one of those verses that I think is really beautiful in the sense that it really tells us a lot about God's character, who he is and who he is to us. Um, And I think that sometimes we get this uh, picture of God that's very impersonal. 
uh, a god that stands at a distance or that that is rather cold or um, maybe not, not particularly concerned with our day-to-day activities but at the same time like you get these verses like psalm 147 3 that says god heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds and and with this i can't help but get the image in my head of a father who's who's picking up his child and and caring for his child i i <clears throat> i remember particularly that uh, my youngest son Truett um had a really terrible accident um uh when he was very very young where he um he severed his finger and it was it was a terrifying horrifying event and in that moment um you know i just sprung into action to to take care of my son and to help him and watch over him and um and and in that like i was there to to do whatever needed to be done to take care of my son to make sure that he was cared for that he was that the best care possible was given to him to make him heal and to be cared for and to me that in, in so many ways, that's the picture of God who, who who knows our hurts and knows where we're in pain and desperately desires to be there to help heal us um, and to bring us back to wholeness. And, and that's a beautiful picture of a father to me, of a God who is not at a distance, but rather is intimately concerned with who we are and the things that are going on in our hearts. God is here for you, and may you never, never forget that. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. This is Morning Mayhem, and we're going to talk about bacon because it's bacon day, you know? <laughs> what, I mean, what else is there to really talk about when it's bacon day? I know. It's I, mean, ba- I mean, this this is – I don't even think it's – it's bacon day. It's bacon day. I mean, the, I remember when we celebrated Donut Day, that was pretty phenomenal. But bacon That's day? Right. Bacon day, ladies and gentlemen. It's a great day. Now, I will tell you that I did, doing a little research here, find out that – there actually is also an international bacon day, and it's celebrated the first, the last Saturday before Labor Day. So um, you get a bacon day now, and then in like you know seven, eight months, you get another bacon day. That's kind of how I felt. Normally, I would be like, "What's this? Is confusing? Why are there two days?" But in the case of bacon, I'm like, "The more, the merrier." I mean, we get a bacon day every month, people. Right? You know, oftentimes, you know, like at church and stuff, they say, you know. We, you know, we celebrated Christmas just here recently, and that's all great, but we really, we celebrate Christmas, you know, all the time because we celebrate Jesus all the time. You know, I think maybe that should be similar with bacon. I mean, we don't have to limit bacon to just one day or two days out of the year. We can celebrate this day every day. That's right. I mean, with and, a couple and, bypass surgeries in our future. Right, exactly, can... <laughs> yes. So in celebration of Bacon Day, I thought I would share a few bacon bits with you, some facts <laughs> about bacon. <laughs> so the first fact... I don't fact... normally enjoy puns that much, but that was well done, uh, man. I'm a, I'm a punny guy. So <laughs> here's the thing. Um, bacon has been around for centuries. The first known reference to bacon was in 1500 BC. What? 1500 BC? Yeah, in China. In China, they invented bacon in 1500 BC. God bless the Chinese. Well done. I applaud you. Well, that's my clap for you. Well done, everybody. Here's another one. (laughs) There are some micronutrients found in bacon called choline, that can actually boost the intelligence of an unborn child. So bacon <laughs> is brain food for pregnant women. That's awesome. Pregnant and pregnant women all around the world rejoice. <laughs> the first 
packaged bacon in the United States, States was patented in 1924 by Oscar Mayer. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The top market for bacon in the U.S. is New York. <laughs> okay, all right. Bacon is a $2 billion a year industry. Is that, I wonder if that's just the U.S. Uh, that may just be the U.S. And St. Anthony the Abbot is the patron saint of bacon. <laughs> No way there is actually a patron saint of bacon. But yes, I mean, technically he's the patron <laughs> saint of pig and swine herders, but by default that makes him the patron saint of bacon. Well, so, <laughs> and, and finally, just funny. wrapping it up, the average American eats 17.9 pounds of bacon per a day. <laughs> per year. Per Week, year. Month? <laughs> per year. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. Morning Mayhem here. Going to ask Rob a tough question and see if he has the answer for me that I need. The tough well, question. Well, I haven't had my morning bacon yet today, so oh, I can't make any well, promises. No, no, no. Wait a minute. You know, it's National Bacon Day, and I haven't had bacon, so I can't, can't make any promises today, Brian. You are not very, you're not a good bake-triot. Like well, patriots. I need to celebrate. Like you're a patriot on the 4th of July. You're a bake-triot on Bacon right. Day. Right. Yes. Like, well, you know, we did talk about earlier about having a morning mayhem sandwich. I think that a morning mayhem sandwich at a restaurant somewhere is going to have to include bacon on it. I don't think you can have a breakfast sandwich that doesn't include bacon. I mean, it's just not right. You know? It's not right. Yeah. All right. So um, today I want to ask you, though, a different subject here. You know, you get sometimes you get so worn out putting in passwords online and changing them <laughs> oh, all the time. Yes. And, oh, and now like now they want you to be like one capital letter, one number, one symbol, one. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. And you can't use any you part of your that? username. You can't use any part of anything. And yet our ATM you. pin codes are just still three numbers. I know. <laughs> so. My question is, would you rather would you rather have to use these crazy passwords that we are coming up with all the time? Okay. Or would you rather use, you know, what's called two-step verification? You basically have a simple password, but then you have to like get a text on your phone and put in the code. I would rather have the two-step verification because the the password seriously, I've never really felt it. Like, I know some people have always really struggled. I've really had a hard time. I had kind of a set number of passwords that I used, and I could kind of generally know which ones went with what things. But now it's to the point where different sites are requiring so many different uh, things that I, I'm getting to the point I can't remember them anymore. Yeah, I just can't. Too. They're too complicated. Well, Google thinks they have a solution for this. Um, they're testing a way to have simple two-step verification where your phone would become your password. And so, basically, if you know your username, you type in your username, and then you'll swipe your phone over your computer, and it can identify the unique IEMIE number, I think is what it's called, which is like the, the serial number for your phone. Really? So it knows that if you there's only one of your phone out there, so yeah. if you've got your phone, it's you. Yeah, unless somebody has stolen your phone and your laptop. And then you're in a lot of trouble. That's right. You're really, really messed. Well, back to the drawing board, Google. <laughs> this is Morning Mayhem. This is Morning Mayhem, and we have our daily dose of scripture here for you today. And it comes out of Psalm chapter 147, verse 3. It says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. 
So the question I have sometimes is why does Jesus, um, why did Jesus heal the sick when they're just going to get sick again? Why did he raise the dead when they were just going to die again? And the reason he did that is because he was showing they had power over sickness and death because sickness and death are the result, the mm-hmm. wages, as Roman puts it, of sin. There's sin in this world, and so we are going to die, and so we get sick and head towards death. Jesus has power over one, sickness and death, so he has power over the other, which is sin. But in the same way, the things that happen in life can leave us wounded emotionally. They can leave us wounded on the inside. And this verse tells us that God, he heals our broken hearts too. That not only does he heal our flesh, but he heals our brokenness on the inside. And that's to show that God has power over the consequences of sin as well. So maybe, you know, your parents were alcoholics and you could spend your life wondering like, you know, how can I ever be close to anybody? How can I trust anybody? You know, maybe you've had somebody that's hurt you, that that was abusive to you. And you feel like you're carrying that around inside you. And there's anger in you that, that you're wanting to let loose on other people. You don't have to carry that with you. You don't have to spend your life being wounded. God can heal those wounds. He can change you into a new person. He can take away that burden. The question is, will you let him do it? This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is Morning Mayhem uh, bringing you some tech news. And you know it wouldn't be tech news unless you were bring- we were bringing you news about... Technology. <laughs> that's that's what it means. And drones, right? <laughs> well, those that's part of technology, Rob. I mean, drones, yes. that's they're technological. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that explanation. <laughs> that's really great. So, um, you know we love uh, some drone news because it's always kind of entertaining. Well, Dude, um, you know, you're just droning on and on about this. <laughs> See, you had a really good pun this morning when you talked about bacon bits. And now, now, I now you it. come with that. Man. Now you've ruined it. Yeah. Now you've ruined it. Puns. <laughs> so um, I saw this story about a um, a uh, world uh, cha- a World Cup champion skier Mar- Marcel Hirsch, who was Hersher Hersher, who was doing his um, <laughs> doing his slalom race in Italy, and he's coming down, and, and there's this video of him, and he's flying down the mountain. I mean, if you've seen these guys race before, you know, oh, yeah. like they are just. Yeah, traveling at incredible amounts of speed. And if you've also, if you've ever seen the accidents that can happen on oh, the hill, you also know brutal. that it's a very dangerous sport. Like, it's it's really precision, and if people wipe out, I mean, you can get terribly, yeah. terribly injured. In fact, you can die. But anyways, so this guy is flying down the hill, and all of a sudden, I mean, I promise you, it looks like maybe about five feet from him, this um, drone crashes down right behind him oh my like goodness right behind him just comes crashing down to the earth and just explodes right behind him and it <laughs> no is way. it's terrifying man it's absolutely oh. terrifying which you know all of these things bring up really great questions about how how should be drones be used and what kind of um what kind of limits do we need to be putting on but them, more you know? importantly it brings up questions of like is full contact slalom skiing an awesome new sport for the Olympics? Like, what if they just like throw like the drones are flying by and like nerf nerf guns? You know, this is the sports of the future right here, man. They've stumbled into something amazing. 
Oh my goodness, man. That, that would be terrifying. <laughs> Having drones coming flying at you as you're trying to just just <laughs> not die going it's down like, the hill. That's all you're trying to do is not, not die. die. And here comes a drone coming flying at you. <laughs> It'd be like that subway commercial for the um, the Dodge, what is it, the Dodge Mudder or whatever. The, the, the guy says, it's like a triathlon just with dodgeballs. <laughs> These are awesome new sports people. I would pay to watch that. <laughs> well, here's to hoping that you don't get hit by a drone doing whatever <laughs> it is that you're doing today. May God bless you and keep you safe wherever you're going. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. Morning Mayhem here with some contemporary Christian music news for you and we are going to be talking about the man of the hour, Chris Tomlin. <laughs> is he the man of the hour today? <laughs> well, we're talking about him, so he is. The uh, reason we're talking about him is he is featured on the cover of the latest issue of CCM Magazine. Now, I know for some people they're like, I don't even know what CCM Magazine is. But for those of you that grew up in the 90s or the early 2000s listening to Christian music, I mean... CCM was the definitive Absolutely. source for news about, yeah, especially pre-internet, oh, yeah. you know, when you just couldn't find everything out. I mean, I, uh, I, had a I used to get to CCM news in the mail. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. and I would get so excited every month when it came just to like dig in and find oh, out I when would, the new I would read every and, word of that issue, every word of that, it. Yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. And um, I would even read articles about people like Sandy Patty and stuff just because I was like, you know. No offense to all you Sandy Patty lovers out there. That's right. But anyhow, so uh, Chris is featured on the latest cover. It's online only at this point, but you can get a free issue, actually, um, going over to ccmmagazine.com. And it's it's pretty cool because he's talking about why he is praying for a a spiritual awakening in our nation. And, of course, with Chris's involvement with the Passion Tours and what they're trying to do there – I think that they are people who are pretty serious about a spiritual awakening in America. And um, I'm excited to uh, to read all about it. There's also uh, Toby Mac's response to the Paris attacks and a whole lot more. So you should probably head on over there and check mm-hmm. that out. Some really awesome, amazing stuff in CCM Magazine. In the meantime, we got a lot more great music for you. We're going to keep it rolling for a little while longer before the midday show starts at 10 a.m. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. This is Morning Mayhem coming at you with your daily dose this Wednesday. It comes out of Psalm 147.3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Yeah, you know, I, I can't help think about my, my little kids when I think about this. And uh, my youngest son, Truett, is just adorable. And, um, you know, he he's still a little guy. And he, uh, you know, a lot of times he'll get hurt and he won't even be bleeding. <laughs> he's, he's not even like like seriously injured but like if he gets so much as like a red mark on his skin he'll be like coming over to me and be like daddy i need a band-aid i need a band-aid and um and you know like those are really those are really sweet tender moments where you can love your child and and you know like even if he doesn't need a band-aid is putting a band-aid on there shows him that you care and you're there for him and that you're um, concerned about what what's happening to him and how he got injured and whatever and um, you know i think to me, like to have a God who is caring enough, that is present enough to care about my my wounds, to care about my injuries, 
even if they seem ex- insignificant to other people, to know that God cares about those things, that that he, he he's not a God that stands at a distance, but rather is a God that is intimately involved in my life and wants to know my hurts, wants to know my pains. That's a beautiful thing. And if you didn't have a father in your life who, who did that for you, you need to know that, that God is a father who does that for you. And whatever pain, whatever hurt that you're carrying around today is know that your father in heaven cares deeply about it. That he wants to know about it. And not only that, he wants to heal, heal you and bind you up. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. Listen closely. The next two minutes could change your life for the better. Or more likely for the worse. It's Morning Mayhem. Good morning. This is Morning Mayhem. It is Thursday, December 31st, also known as New Year's Eve Day. <laughs> That's always yes, so confusing is. to me. You know, it's not New Year's Eve till the evening, so it's New Year's <laughs> Eve Day. Yes, And I that's guess right. this would be New Year's Eve Day morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of confusing. <laughs> but there is another name for today. It's called No Interruptions Day. It's the last work day of the year. And for a lot of people, especially if they're closing out their books financially, it yeah. is a day that they are furiously working yeah. to try and get everything done, closed, before the year ends. And so if that's you, turn off the radio. What are you doing? Why are we <laughs> letting us interrupt you? Come on, man. Don't do you know, that. Get busy. Keep your radio you on. To do. You need to have oh, yeah. your radio on. <laughs> keep it on, but keep busy. Get, get back to work. Come on. You got a lot to do. What are you thinking? That's what we are here for. We're here to help you slack off. That's that's our whole job. That's what I'm saying, man. I thought we were here to motivate them to keep working harder. Well, there's other better radio stations for that. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, we've got the best music around, and we're going to be playing it for you all morning long. We've got all kinds of great stuff ahead. So stick around. If you're listening for the first time, give us a chance. I promise you won't hate it. And we'll be back. <laughs> and we'll be better next year, It'll, I promise. Yeah. Next, <laughs> next year, we're going to be awesome. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. Good morning. It is Thursday, December 31st, and we've got your daily dose of God's Word helping you get this New Year's Eve day started off the right way with a verse from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 16 and 17. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope, encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. And, you know, may, may each one of you, as you guys, you know, we think about closing out the year and, and, you know, all the things that have happened in this past year, whether, you know, some of you are sitting out there thinking about what a great year it was, or, or maybe you're sitting there thinking that what, what a difficult year, what a challenging year it was of, of heartache or, or brokenness or whatever it might be. But however you end out this year, um, I just think about may you be encouraged and lifted up by by Jesus Christ our, and our God, our Father, about the, the future that's to come. 
and to know that our hope is put into him. And and if you struggle to have that hope today, if you struggle to to have hope for the future, is to to really to look to God for that encouragement, to look for the hope that that we do have in, in God. Even when things seem to be not going well here on earth, may you have hope in the future that God promises to each one of us who, who put our faith and our hope in him. So may you look forward to the future. May this next year be a blessing to you. And whatever comes, whether good or bad, may you put your hope and your trust in God, your Father. This is Morning Mayhem. Morning Mayhem here on your New Year's Eve day with some news about Need to Breathe. I love Need to Breathe. Yeah, I love me some Need to Breathe. They're ever since uh, their first album and then Washed in the Water uh, was amazing. You know, uh, Wasteland, one of their new songs. I mean, they are a phenomenal band and they're huge. They're, they're big even beyond the Christian oh, markets. They're hu- um, yeah, they're huge. Really, really big. And a uh, long time of, you know, just playing and, 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 and not anybody knowing who they were. And they're finally, it's finally paying off. Well, they're trying to leverage that audience for good. And it's really neat. They have got a, um, a a thing called the Palmetto Medical Initiative that they're involved in. That's an organization that exists to provide quality, affordable health care to people in need. And so um, this is all over the world. They're trying to help people get the health care they need um, at a price they can afford. And what uh, Need to Breathe is doing is they're trying to raise $250,000. Oh, wow. To help this organization and with the amount of people that love them and are fans of theirs it shouldn't be any problem so here's the really really cool thing so if you go to the site to the need to breathe it's need to breathecares.org if you go to the site and you donate at least five dollars they're going to give you a free download of a never before released song called on your side oh nice that's a good, that's yeah. a good motivation right there. That's a pretty good, good uh, thing right there. So, need to breathe doing this. It's needtobreathecares.org. You can help get involved and help bring people the health care that they need all around the world. This is Morning Mayhem. This is Morning Mayhem here on Elevate FM, and I got a funny story. Well, I think it's funny. It's kind of <laughs> sad too, but you know, <laughs> there's been <laughs> that's what most of them are. There's there's been a lot of hacks lately in the news and security breaches yes. and data breaches yes. and people's credit card numbers, social security card uh, numbers being put out there. Well, there's been another one. Uh, 3.3 million accounts compromised. I just know this so, is going to be something I'm involved in. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know what? I would bet it is, okay. Rob. I, I, I would bet that it is because it's Hello Kitty Online. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest. I didn't see this one coming. It's like new hacking scandal affects 3.3 million users at Hello Kitty. Awesome. That is so, awesome. And there's so the no way is, that could have been me because <laughs> no. I haven't been on the Hello Kitty website for yeah, days. No, days. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, it is a little scary because it did include users, first and last names, birthdays, genders, countries of Oregon, email addresses, passwords, hint questions and answers, and 1.8 uh, million of, no, 180,000 of the people were under 18. <laughs> so, you know, thankfully, Hello Kitty says it wasn't actually a hack, it was a misconfigured database that left the information accessible. 
But they, as far as they know, they, they don't think any information was taken. They were to catch it. Actually, a third party, a white hat hacker found it, let them know. They closed the security hole. But what really is interesting <laughs> to me is there were 3.3 million users affected and only 180,000 of them were under 18. <laughs> that means that 3.1 million yes. users of Hello Kitty yes. are adults. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of weird. <laughs> No offense if you like Hello Kitty. It's just a little strange that like 95% of all the users were adults. Were adults. You just wait until that list gets gets published somewhere. You know, it's that, <laughs> that's, right. that's going to be truly embarrassing. There's going to be some presidential candidates that are discredited. They were in the Hello Kitty leak. Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> that's embarrassing right there. I mean, no offense to Hello Kitty people, but it's, you know. Hello Kitty. It's Hello, Hello Kitty. Kitty. So, now, uh, they did release one of the names associated with the account, and that was Rob. Whoa, so, hey, Rob, hey, are, hey, yeah. hey, hey. Let's apparently, keep things anonymous here. <laughs> apparently, you've been playing uh, Sanrio Town, which is a game on the Hello Kitty website. Uh, and Jewel Town, Hello Kitty Jewel Town. Hey, look, that was one of it's a favorites. great game. Okay, just back <laughs> off. All right. <laughs> this is Morning Mayhem. This is Morning Mayhem, and uh, we're bringing your daily dose of scripture out of Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse sixteen and seventeen. May our Lord Jesus Christ Himself and God our Father, who loved us and by His grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope, encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. I think that we need to be strengthened by God's word. I think we need to be strengthened by participating in good deeds. And this is a blessing that Paul prays on those people. And, you know, it's a blessing that's just saying, hey, may God continue to strengthen you. You know, that's what God does. He strengthens us. So get into his word. Get into his word if you want to be strengthened. Get involved with his community. I had somebody ask me once, so I can't have Jesus and not church. And I was like, well, if you do, you're missing out on God's greatest opportunity to love you because he loves you through his church. He loves you through his people. And when you're with God's people and you're involved in the good deeds, you're involved in worship, you're involved in service to your community, you're involved in helping other people, you're strengthened in your faith by that. And so may God and Jesus continue to do this. May they continue to strengthen you, to encourage you, to build you up through your good deeds in the community of faith and through God's word. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM. This is Morning Mayhem here on Elevate FM. We got a little encouragement for you on your New Year's Eve day. If you are familiar with um, ever serving at a homeless shelter or a soup kitchen, you yeah. know that like so many of the stereotypes and things about homeless people are just not true at all. Like, um, sure. so yeah, many absolutely. people are homeless because of circumstances beyond their control or uh, illness. Uh, they lost a job. They got sick. Um, they lost Injured. housing. And yeah. With, Without housing, they couldn't get a shower. They couldn't get, you know, cleaned up each day to go to work. And it's really hard to get out of homelessness because without, you know, a driver's license, a permanent address, how do you get a job a without a permanent cycle address? It's a to get stuck in. Yeah. It's very rough. And so we have a really encouraging story from um, uh, over the sea in New South Wales. There was a, uh, which is. <laughs> I don't mean to sound in, ignorant, but I don't even know where that is. That's in Australia. <laughs> in australia okay <laughs> uh, a lot of people probably don't know that but New then again south wales yeah nah, but then no again idea. you're not totally sure how to get from your house to your office so it doesn't surprise <laughs> me so. no, I'm just kidding. um 
this uh, 96-year-old woman in New South Wales in Australia, um, she's kind of was nicknamed the Fair Lady of the Hill because she had this um, That's an really awesome big, nickname. Yeah. <laughs> she had this big, beautiful home up on the, on the hill, and she was apparently a wonderful, wonderful lady. Well, she passed away, and she left her entire estate to be auctioned off and given to the city's homeless children and their families. You oh, know what wow, her estate was worth? Very cool. $4.3 million. Oh! <laughs> wow! That is a huge amount of money! Huge! Yeah. So there was a, actually a charity called St. Vincent de Paul there in Newcastle, the city that she lived in. And are they just going to um, shoot the money out of a cannon? And yeah, that's just shoot the money out of the cannon to people. <laughs> They're going to call no, all uh, the homeless into an area, shoot it out of a cannon, and then just, you know, pick up the bill. Yeah, they said that um, this uh, this actual uh, St. Vincent de Paul does a ton of services for homeless people already. Yeah. So they're auctioning off the home uh, for, and going to take all of her money and give it to this organization. She couldn't have any children of her home, but she loved children, yeah. and she wanted to help these children in a huge way. And yeah. I'm going to say that's that's going to be a huge help for these people going forward. Oh so, yeah, absolutely. Cool I mean, that, that's a super great encouragement. And you know, I think I, I mean I think very genuinely, if they haven't thought of uh, you know using the giant money cannon, that they really should. They really should. Yeah, that'd be great. So, <laughs> this is Morning Mayhem. This is Morning Mayhem, and of course, it's Thursday, December 31st. It's just been, you know, a handful of days since Christmas, and a lot of people, um, you know, they get Christmas gifts that they have to return yeah, and stuff like that's that. Worth. You know, and well, that's what I was going to ask you, Rob. I was going to ask you, you know, are you the type of person that would rather, you know, Get a Christmas gift that, you know, it's okay. It's kind of, you know, something you could use. It's not like you're not like the perfect gift, not like the thing you've been waiting for, but it's okay. In that, in that situation, are you the type of person that would rather keep it or return it to try and get what you really, really want? No, oh, return all day. That's, I always, really? man, I return gifts all the time. <laughs> wow. Hopefully, right, friends, all and, Rob's hopefully friends, friends and family, family are listening this morning. Listening. <laughs> Hey, Rob, so did you like that uh, gift that I gave you? <laughs> Why don't you ever wear that sweater I gave you? I have had those moments before. <laughs> and they are just a little bit awkward. But I would rather so have prefer- the thing that I really want. Usually, see, my theory is I think the person that got me the gift wants me to have something really good. So if they didn't give me something really good, then I should go get something really good. <laughs> Oh, wait, or you should just say to him, why didn't you give me something really good? Yeah. <laughs> you can just say that. So that's so disappointing if you get a uh, handmade gift that you can't return and you don't like. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Here's the sweater. Why do you never wear the sweater I knitted for you, Rob? <laughs> the one with the giant eagle flying across it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just, you know, I've had to do the return thing before. I actually would, I generally will keep it, oh, you yeah. know, just mainly because, one, I don't want to hurt the person's feelings, but two, I cannot stand standing in those lines uh, to it, return it, stuff after rough. Christmas. It's definitely rough. Oh, I mean, that's miserable. Like, you know, it's bad enough shopping for Christmas and people are getting a little tense and testy, but at least they're still like, Merry Christmas. But after Christmas, nobody wants to be there. Oh, no. Yeah, like, no. It's just miserable. Well, yeah, that and the other thing is you end up standing in line like to return the thing, whatever it is, and then you get to the front of the line to find out that like you're going to get like $2.47 back. 
Yes. And you've just finished waiting in line for like now. 30 minutes waiting to return this thing. And now you're faced with the thing of like, do I want this gift that I don't want in the first place or do I want to get $2.47 back? Well, that's because I'm pretty sure that every retailer's strategy is immediately after Christmas, they put everything on clearance because nobody's coming to buy anything. Right. They're just coming to return right. stuff without a receipt. Right, right. exactly. Yeah. So, well, food for thought is you're out hitting the stores and hitting the malls and trying to return things. Maybe it's better just to keep it. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for the sweater, mayhem. Grandma. <laughs> morning Mayhem with your daily dose of God's word. If you're out at the malls trying to return things that you uh, got for Christmas <laughs> that didn't fit, you're going to need some encouragement. So yes. <laughs> we'll give it to you this morning out of 2 Thessalonians 2, 16 through 17. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope, encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. Yeah, we need to remember that, you know, even moments where we struggle to feel encouraged or we struggle to to have the strength to go and to do something or, or whatever it might be to face the day that we have ahead of us. Um, or even looking at the, the year to come, you know, you might have some really challenging things coming in the year to come. And, uh, you know, to me, it's a great reminder that, that we don't rely on our own strength, our, our, our own abilities, but we truly, we rely on the strength of God, the encouragement that comes from God and being able to be in relationship with him. And I think, you know, that's one of the really great gifts about being a follower of Christ is having the Holy Spirit and having that spirit provide for us the encouragement to our hearts and the strength um, in the good deeds and, and, and everything that we have coming before us. And and so as you look to this new year, as you look to all, all the things that you have coming up, whether challenging or difficult or whatever it might be, may you remember to lean on the strength and the encouragement from God to be able to make it through whatever you have coming in this uh, next year. This is Morning Mayhem. Morning Mayhem here with you doing the tech news this morning. And Rob, I don't know if you've been watching any of these launches from um, Cape Canaveral that have been going on mm -hmm. with uh, SpaceX. Yes. Well, the, one of my favorite things to do is watching rockets crash. <laughs> yes. It's well, awesome. If you haven't, unmanned, if you haven't, unmanned yeah. rockets yes, yes, yes. crash. Okay. <laughs> Let's get that clear. <laughs> I just came across as a heartless monster there. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. So it's and, hilarious, and Sp guys. The reason he's been watching so many crash is SpaceX, which is a new commercial right. space company run by Elon Musk, founder of Tesla and PayPal. They are. Um, he is the Willy Wonka of technology. Can we say right. that? <laughs> that's right. They have been um, trying to lower the cost of space travel by when they launch a rocket up into space and the booster falls back to Earth. Right. They've been trying to get it to land upright on a pad right. where they can reuse that instead of just falling into the ocean right. and having to scrap it. And so over and over again for the last couple months, they've been trying these tests and they've been failing miserably Exploding and crashing. into balls of fire. That's yeah. the funny part. And so what just There's happened There's no people week, on it. Rob, it's just no a rocket. <laughs> last week, they successfully landed one. I know. I saw that. I was really pumped about that. I mean, it's pretty it's cool. Usually, it's actually better to see the explosions, but I guess <laughs> seeing them land one was There's, pretty awesome. This is, too. this is like 
tens of millions of dollars at stake here, man. I mean, come on, have some sympathy for these people. I know, I know, right? Well, you know what I read is they're not even going to reuse the one that they just landed, which I don't really understand that, but whatever. Elon Musk apparently has more money than he knows what to do with, so he can afford to do that. If you ever want to take a space cruise in your lifetime, then you better hope that they make some significant advances so that you're not on the rocket that explodes, but you're on the one that makes it okay, all right? Yes, So they did land it, though. It's pretty cool. It's a huge advancement. They'll remember this years from now as, you know, a moment where everything changed. And so it's pretty neat. So there's your tech news for today, and there's your insight into Rob the Heartless Monster. (laughs) This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. Morning Mayhem coming at you with a little Christian music news. And today we're going to talk about 10th Avenue North. 10th Avenue North has been around for a couple of years now, had some really great hits, really an awesome band. Well, they've just announced that they're going to have um, a uh, tour this spring, the spring leg of their All the Earth is Holy Ground tour with special guests Hawk Nelson and I Am They. Hawk Nelson, and- that's, that's a name that uh, you don't hear very often anymore, but they are still around and kicking. They are around, you know, and since they changed lead singers, they actually have got much more of a worship vibe, and they've got some, so they've got some pretty good songs out there now, man. They've got some new stuff that they put out in the last year, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, but they had kind of gone underground for a little while. But they're going to be on tour with Tenth Avenue North, and it's a thirty-plus city tour. It's sponsored by Compassion International. Kicks off February eighteenth in New York, and it's going to swing all the way across to the West Coast. It's the first time Tenth Avenue North has hit the West Coast since 2012. Mm. So it's been a while. Probably some fans out there waiting to see him. Yes, absolutely. The closest they will probably get to here is right now, unless they add any dates, is April 17th, they'll be in Nashville. So if you want to make the drive down to Nashville, you can catch them April 17th. 10th Avenue North, Hawk Nelson, and I Am They on tour. All the Earth is Holy Ground. So now you've got your CCM news. <laughs> Thanks for that. We have your Daily Dose of Scripture here coming up for the very last time of the year. Oh, yeah, of the year. (laughs) And we are coming up on um, on our very last uh, our very last segment of the year here for you, which it's been a a pleasure and an honor doing the show. It's been great to have everybody who has been tuning in. We're really thankful for each one of you at the beginning of this new thing, Morning Mayhem. And uh, hope to have a really awesome year ahead of us, too. Um, encouraging uh, friends, family that you know to tune in here to Elevate FM. Really great radio station. But we want to share with you Second uh, Thessalonians 2, 16 through 17. And it says this. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope, encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. And that's the message we want to send to you as we close out this year, as we close out 2015, is, hey, just be encouraged. You know, we serve a God that loves us and wants to encourage us and wants us to have strength to keep on. You know, he doesn't want us to just wear ourselves out. There was an old uh, an old theology, an old philosophy about God for years that, you know, God just expected you to work your fingers to the bone for him and wear yourself out. And when you spent that last bit of energy, you could crawl through the pearly gates and You know, I don't think that's true at all. I mean, yes, God wants us to dive into his work, but he wants us to be refreshed by his work. He wants us to be encouraged by serving him. I think if you ask Paul, even after he'd been stoned and beaten and persecuted, he would say, man, I'm more encouraged than ever because 
The thing is, is that when you see God at work and you're willing to stand up for it, that's a faith that has strength, that has legs, that'll carry you. And so may you just be encouraged, no matter what comes your way, 2016, brand new year, brand new opportunities, and take the most of them for God. You'll make the most of, of the next year for God and what impact you can have on his kingdom. God bless you. We'll see you next year. This <laughs> That's is right. Morning Mayhem. The dawn is breaking on a new era of radio awesomeness. It's Morning Mayhem with Robin Brian. Morning Mayhem 2016. for the first time in 2016. <laughs> and nobody, nobody is awake. <laughs> it's a brand new year. And you're probably sleeping because you stayed up <laughs> till midnight to watch the ball It's just drop. me but and Brian and four other people that have to work today. That's right. Fred, <laughs> Joe, Frank, and Jane, Marcia. and Mike. <laughs> we see you over there, Susie. Thanks for listening hey, this morning. Hey, if you are awake this morning, we stand with you. <laughs> That's right. We're here this New Year's Day. And you know what? We're also here because we want to do a public service, and we just want to let people know that January is a very important month out there. It's National Bath Safety Month. (laughs) I want to just take a minute and reflect on all those injured in bath accidents. (laughs) We could just have a moment moment of silence for all of those injured in the bath this year. (laughs) And then, you know, let's just move forward. More conscientious of being safe. Yes. <laughs> I, I we shouldn't kid because really there probably are people who have been injured in their bathtub and they're like, this is not yeah, funny. We, uh, we just, apologize if you have been injured in the bath. It is a slippery situation in there. I'm just saying. Hey. Uh, <laughs> oh, huh? oh, you did uh, not just uh, say that. Just saying. <laughs> oh man. All right. So it's New Year's Day, Rob, and a lot of people make New Year's resolutions. Are you? Do you have a New Year's resolution? Yes, today? I'm resolving to put those little sticky uh, flower uh, things in my bathtub, so that I don't die <laughs> in the bathtub this year. <laughs> oh well. I I am resolved no longer to linger, <laughs> charmed by the world's delights. I Things knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to say that. Things that are nobler. These have allured my sight. I will hasten, hasten to him, hasten so glad and free. That's fantastic. Uh, that's good stuff. Uh, you don't know it. That's an old hymn. But uh, no, I am. I'm not big on resolutions. A couple years ago, you just abandoned I, 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 all I never four kept of our them. listeners. That's what you just did there. <laughs> A couple years ago, I made a resolution, and I'll talk about that a little bit later this morning. Um, we're going to try and uh, get Rob on air to commit to a resolution today, oh, so man. stick around. Okay. He knows nothing about this, but we're going to try and force him on air to commit to a resolution. I rarely know anything about anything, anywhere, ever. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so be safe in the bath. We'll see you in a few minutes. This is Morning Mayhem. This is Morning Mayhem, and uh, we have your daily dose of scripture for you. Uh, It comes out of Isaiah chapter 33, verse 2. O Lord, be gracious to us. We long for you. Be our strength every morning, our salvation in times of distress. You know, this is interesting because this is what God does. I mean, he strengthens us in the morning. He is our salvation. And yet the, the psalmist here, or the, I mean, sorry, the prophet here is singing in this in this uh, psalm, this verse, this beautiful song unto God, Lord, be gracious to us. We long for you. We desire you. We desire your strength. We desire your salvation. 
And, you know, whether we cry out for it or not, God's character will demand that that he is those things, that he is gracious to us, that he is strength for us. And yet he puts in us a desire to cry out for him. It's kind of like a parent with an infant. You know, a parent of an infant by nature is going to love that child, is going to feed that child, change them. They, they want to find out what's wrong when the baby's crying and fix it. But you know what? That's right it's still also built into the nature of the child to cry out for the parent. And as soon as that mm. child is old enough to do it, they will start reaching those arms up. Daddy, daddy, you'll pick me up. That's wanting, right. That's right. Wanting the love, wanting the care of the parent. That's the situation we're in. And so it's okay to cry out for God, to long for that, to plead with God, please pour out your love on me. But also know it's in his nature that he will and he is doing that. What a way to start the new year. This is Morning Mayhem here on Elevate FM. This week, Passion announced the title of their new record. Okay. That's it. That's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) That is some hard-hitting news, my friend. (laughs) I don't know what the title is. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Chris Tomlin got on Twitter and he tweeted out, Passion, Salvation's Tide is Rising. It'll be released at the Passion Conference in 2016, which is just a few weeks away. Yeah. The the label, CMG, added, Passion, Salvation's Tide is Rising will be digitally available on January 1st, 2016. So today, you can get it. Aye. Now, Passion has released some of the best worship albums of the last decade. I mean, uh, most of the great worship anthems that we sing, um, One Thing Remains, Blessed Be Your Name, uh, so many of those great songs have come from the Passion albums. So I am sure there's going to be some incredible hits a, a year from now, six months from now, we'll be singing yeah, them in church. Yeah, I was going to say, going, you'll oh, be man. singing them in church in no time. The, uh, it's going to feature... Um, Chris Tomlin, Matt Redman, Crowder, Christy Knuckles, and others at the conference. That's like a Hall of Fame a lot of, of them. people right there. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them will probably be available. So you can go today and get Passion, Salvation's Tide is Rising. I will I will just about guarantee it's going to be one of the albums of the year. It is every year. Oh, sure. um, so you can check that out online at your favorite uh, digital retailer or get a CD at the Passion Conference if you want to head out to that here in a few weeks. That's your Christian Music News for the morning on this New Year's Day. I'm Rob, and that's Brian. <laughs> nope. I'm Brian, and that's Rob. See, I had you there. I had you there. I tricked you for a second. Just for a this moment. Is, you had me. I mean, I was I know, fully convinced totally, of that. <laughs> yeah. This is Morning Mayhem. Morning Mayhem here with you. I got a story that I think you might find interesting, Rob. I doubt there was that. a. You rarely have you, stories that I find interesting. <laughs> <laughs> From time to time, there are stories in the news of somebody fixing the lottery, yeah, right? Yes, yeah. Many people would like usually, to do that. <laughs> they don't usually get very far, though, because it's incredibly secure oh, and incredibly yeah, difficult, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, these these two brothers and another accomplice, uh, Eddie Tipton and Tommy Tipton, um, Eddie they, were Tommy. Bit, <laughs> they, they were a little bit, uh, I guess, equipped to do okay. this because... Tommy was a justice of the peace in Texas, oh, so he knew the law. Man. This is a uh, this Eddie, is a little bit of a change for him then. <laughs> yeah, and Eddie was the security director of a multi-state lottery association. Oh, wow. Yep. 
So now he has been accused of, it's kind of an inside job. He's been accused of rigging the lottery in, or attempting to rig it in Iowa, Colorado, Wisconsin, Kansas, and Oklahoma after attempting oh. to claim a $16.5 million hot lotto jackpot in Iowa. That's crazy. Well, can't you not win the lotto if you're like involved in it in any way, shape, or well, form? I think that was the role of the of the third. Oh, yeah. okay. So all three of them have been implicated. But here's the thing. Here's the quirk in this case. Okay. So the prosecutor says that these guys had another activity they were involved in, possibly the money they were using maybe to fund oh, this other activity. Okay. He doesn't want them to even mention this other activity in court because he's afraid it'll just create a circus in the trial and take the 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 facts okay. off of the case. You know what the other activity is? Uh, is it something illegal? Hunting Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the prosecutor I mean, is afraid. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> the prosecutor is afraid that when these guys get into their whole thing about hunting Bigfoot, oh, it'll be goodness. just so intriguing oh, and man. crazy. <laughs> That the case will come off its wheels and they might have to declare a mistrial and nobody will pay attention to the evidence. And so he's completely motioned that they completely bar any discussion about Bigfoot during the trial. Maybe it's just it, me. It's got to be a first. Maybe, maybe it's just me, but this sounds like a reality TV show in the making. <laughs> I think so. I would watch I that so. show. I would watch the show about the former judge who tried to rig the lotto and hunts Bigfoot. That That's ready-made. You don't need anything else. I know. It's done. Put that on TV. <laughs> well, what's funny about it, too, is, I mean, like, this is, you know, involved all kinds of computer hacking and rigging and really smart, intelligent, high-end stuff. You wouldn't and these guys hunt, hunt Bigfoot, Bigfoot in their spare also. time. His lawyer, Eddie Tipton's lawyer, said he wasn't sure if Eddie was wanting to be publicly disclosed as a Bigfoot <laughs> hunter or not. <laughs> Well, now he is. <laughs> Too late. This is Morning Mayhem. This is Morning Mayhem on New Year's Day with your daily dose from Isaiah 33 2. Oh Lord, be gracious to us. We long for you. Be our strength every morning, our salvation in times of distress. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is a great time to be asking for our strength. It says, be our strength every morning. And uh, may he be your strength this morning. I, I certainly need it. <laughs> um, but I, I think this is a, a beautiful verse as we as we think about this next year um, in, in hopes for what what's to come and the days that are to come, you know, um, praying for God's graciousness uh, for us um, and, and a reminder of, of what's important to us and this idea of longing for God. And, and, and I hope that's I hope that's you. You know, I hope I hope that you can identify that in you because I think sometimes so many of our desires that we have in life actually go back to a, a true desire for God um, and the things that God provides for us. And sometimes we take those desires, and sometimes those desires get twisted and get uh, kind of perverted. But you know, may 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 we, as we go into this new year, is to realize the thing that we really deeply desire is intimacy with God. I mean, and that's what we really desire is a relationship with God. And so many of the desires that we have in life, we, we end up <clears throat> we end up pursuing all these other things that leave us empty, that leave us um, um, not full and not fully who we were made to be. But may we remember and think about in this coming year that the things that we really need more than anything else, more than probably any resolution that we've made, is a deeper, more intimate relationship with our Creator. 
And may that be something that you obtain this year. May you dive deeper into your relationship with God. This is Morning Mayhem. Hey, Brian, you know, I, uh, I've got a question for you. If, you know, if I were to offer you a dime or a hundred dollar bill, which, which would you think you would rather take? I, I mean, think this, I is, would... this is a tough question. I mean, a dime is worth 10 cents and a hundred dollar <laughs> bills worth a hundred bucks. I think I'd take the hundred dollar bill, Rob. Not a difficult question, is it? No. <laughs> well, that may be the case. You might want to rethink your answer because there is currently a dime that is up for auction for ten thousand dollars oh what is it is it like one where you know like it's a misprint like the head is on both sides well or? there are a lot of those in fact there, there's i mean you hear about these kind of things that kind of come to auction occasionally and and the u.s mint makes errors occasionally a lot of times they they catch them but sometimes they're released into the public you know they there's um i've heard of uh, pennies that were struck into the material of a dime um, or quarters that have been struck more than once or have the wrong dates or I mean there's all kinds of crazy ones. This is probably the craziest one that I've ever heard though. Is there was a dime that was actually pressed into a nail. Like like a like a nail like that you hammer into your roof or whatever, but there was a dime that was printed on a nail. Really? <laughs> I mean who knows how that ended up happening and, and it ended up getting I think yeah, it how actually did it get out Right. Like, how does that get put into circulation? But it, apparently it did. Um, and so anyways, this this has gotten out into the, you know, the public. I, I'm not sure it says the article that I'm reading. I don't think says when it was made. But um, anyways, regardless, this penny or this dime was put out in circulation. And it, this is one of the rarest dimes in the world because there is. There is not, literally nothing else like it. It is the only one existence. And it's kind of funny because if you look at the photo of it, you can see very clearly it's not a full dime because it's printed on the side of a nail, but you can see the head of... I, who, do you know who's on the dime? I don't know who's on Eisenhower, the dime. Eisenhower, isn't it? Is, is it, it Eisenhower? Eisenhower? I think so. Sure. <laughs> well, we'll go with that. It's Eisenhower's, and you can see most of his head on the dime. But or maybe it's it, FDR. I think it's FDR. Is it FDR? <laughs> You know we're going to get this wrong, right? <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, it is up for auction. So if you just so happen to have So if you happen to know who's in on the dime, you just need to go to Facebook and tell us. <laughs> yes, that's right. And if you have $10,000 laying around, you know, there's a dime out there you can buy. There you go. <laughs> it's morning mayhem. This is Morning Mayhem here on Elevate FM, and I promised earlier this morning that sometime today we would try right here on the air to get Rob to commit to making a New Year's resolution. And um, yes. you did. He doesn't that, know. You? <laughs> he doesn't know what I'm going to ask him. But okay. a couple of years ago, I've never been big on New Year's resolutions because I, I don't, I don't know. I just don't like making promises that you probably won't keep, which is what most people do with That's New Year's true. resolutions. That's true. But a couple of years ago, I don't know why, but I just knew I wanted to. I wanted to get in shape, and I wanted to do it by doing a triathlon. And <laughs> I made a New Year's resolution that that year I would do a triathlon. Now, there are sprint triathlons. They're short. They're not like full ones. You run a 5K, you swim, you know, a half mile, and then and you you bike maybe 12 or 50 miles. So it's like a, a third of the length of a, of a traditional, um, right. you know, triathlon. Right. It's kind of like run. It's like the equivalent of a 5K to a runner. 
you know? <laughs> yes. It's not a marathon, yes. you know? So that's what I did. I did one that year. I spent about 13 weeks getting in shape. I did it. I did one the next year, and I'm going to do one this year, too, in 2016. It's my plan. And the first year I did it, I called up Rob, and I said, hey, Rob, you need to do this with me. And he was like, oh, I would, but, but this, that, I'm the other thing. I'm going to laugh at you instead. Yeah. And-, <laughs> and so this year, I'm going to try and get Rob right now to agree to do a sprint triathlon with me in 2016. I'm not even going to have to say it has to be with me. That'd be cool. But maybe you just do a family triathlon with your kids. Or maybe you do one. What do you say, Is there Rob? a children's one out there? Like, can I ride a tricycle and... A, tri- a tricycle athlon. Go to a splash pad and then... <laughs> I'll let I'll tell you what I'll let you define the terms of it yourself, okay? Uh, what do you say, Rob? Well, as long as I can use my floaties when I do the swimming part, <laughs> my water wings, then the answer is yes. <laughs> all right, all right. So you heard it here first. Rob is going to do some type of triathlon at some point during the year. He's going to swim, run, and ride a bike for some distance, an undisclosed distance. In the We're same leaving day. this one wide open, aren't we? Uh, that's right. This is a sprint triathlon. This is like the step triathlon. <laughs> it's like splash, splash, step, step, ride 50 feet, and you're done. But you heard it here first. Rob's committed to there doing that this year. There it is. This is Morning Mayhem. This morning's Daily Dose comes out of Isaiah chapter 33, verse 2. And it says this, O Lord, be gracious to us. We long for you. Be our strength every morning, our salvation in time of distress. And that's really what we, we want God to do, right? We want God to be gracious to us. We want him to be our strength. One, be our salvation. I know a long time ago, now 15 years ago or so, Audio Adrenaline came out with a song, um, I believe it was on their Underdog album, where they said, you know, it basically said, you know, wake up, open my eyes, breathe in, breathe out, and I say a little prayer and wait for the day to begin. And that just stuck with me, you know, is the first thing in the morning before I even get out of bed, before, I put, before my feet even hit the ground, open my eyes, breathe in, breathe out, pray. And so that's been in my practice all these years. You know, I open my eyes in the morning. I try. First thing I do, okay, God, this morning, help me to make this day yours. Help me to be your person this day. Help me to, you know, tell somebody about Jesus. Help me to whatever it is. You know, I, I just, I just little prayer. Just God, help me today to be your man. And, um, you know, that's, that's what it says. Be our strength every morning. You know, ask God in the morning. Be my strength for today. Give me what it takes to get through this day. If I'm in trouble, help me through it. If I have blessings, help me to praise you for them. That's a simple little thing that we can do every day to draw closer to God. And really, that's what we want to do. We want to draw closer to God every day. So maybe you could try that. Maybe you give it a try tomorrow morning. Maybe you can go download that audio adrenaline song from 15 years ago, and it'll encourage you too. But either way, I hope it encourages you. This is Morning Mayhem here on Elevate FM. This is Morning Mayhem with our high-tech news, with our high-tech intro. Yes. Me and Rob here. On your New Year's Day, letting you know that self-driving cars are just coming. Yeah, They're you know, just coming. Yeah, if you hadn't heard, like we we we've done several bits about self-driving cars. Google ob- obviously is all up in this, all over the place. In fact, they had uh, one of their self-driving cars got pulled over recently, which was the first time yeah. one had been pulled over. But he didn't get a ticket. He was get driving. The car was driving too slow, and it got pulled over. But the uh, the police officer had no idea who to ticket. So. 
So they well, apparently, <laughs> apparently Google has started to realize their limitations. I mean, yes. they have the technology, but they are not an automaker. No, and no, they don't have they that recently, history. They recently said it would be very arrogant for us to look at the manufacturers in Detroit and say, we know how to do this better than you when you've been doing it all these years. Yeah. And so they've partnered with Ford. Oh. Google and Ford are working together to try and be the first to bring an autonomous self-driving car. That's a to smart, smart move on their part. Yeah, they're both working on it. They're combining their research departments. Um, you know, they're gonna—they're actually gonna use the Ford Fusion as their initial base model okay. right now, instead of that weird bubble car. Yeah, it's that a really awkward looking. It looks. Driving. It looks like a marshmallow that drives. That's what it looks like. Yeah. And so Google and Ford teaming up on this. It's interesting because Ford has in recent years teamed up with Microsoft, with the Microsoft Sync. They've teamed up with Apple, with um, Apple uh, CarPlay. And now they're teaming up with Google uh, to try and do this. And part of the reason that they're needing to do this is because there's new mandates coming down from the government about security to make sure nobody can hack into the self-driving oh, yeah. systems and control your car remotely, which is terrifying. Oh, that is horrifying. <laughs> horrifying. Yeah. And so my brother, who works for Ford, was telling me that the automakers have actually begun to physically separate any cellular modules in the car from any control system. So there's no electronic connections between the two at all. So there's no chance of any cellular connection being used by a hacker. Wow. That's, yeah, that's hard to even imagine exactly how you would do that. But that, I guess that's a, a super smart move because obviously there's real danger in doing that and if somebody could hack into a car to control it they totally would yeah i like they'd hack into somebody's lamborghini and drive it to their driveway yes absolutely you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is morning mayhem morning mayhem here on elevate fm 89.7 and we have got a really cool thing from jesusfreekiteout.com one of our favorite websites they have done an article on the best 15 Christian awesome. artists of all time. Yeah, it's awesome. And you need to go check it out. It's really cool. We thought, what a great way to start 2016 with a list of, you know, all time, all genres crossing, you know, across all genres. They took their whole staff. They all, basically all wrote a list and then they just compiled it and, um, you know, basically made the top 15 based on everybody's list. And see, the so thing it's that, totally opinion. Yeah, the thing that it's I totally struggle opinion, with here though. is the all-time part because it's really hard for me to separate like some of the really classic Christian groups from like current stuff. Like, there's yes. just some of those. Let, can we just read through the list? Yeah, so let's read through it all the way through okay. and then we'll comment on okay. it. Okay, so they, according to them, number one, Jars of Clay. Number two, Switchfoot. Three, Five Iron Frenzy. Four, Stephen Curtis Chapman. Five, Andrew Peterson. Six, The Classic Crime. Seven, David Crowder Band. Eight, Emery. Nine, Newsboys. Ten, Need to Breathe. Eleven, DC Talk. Twelve, Anne Berlin. Thirteen, Project 86. Fourteen, Lecrae. And fifteen was a three-way tie between Skillet, Audio Adrenaline, and Rich Mullins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, I would just say right off the bat, I completely disagree with the list. Like, <laughs> I could not disagree more with this list. All right, all right. Um, you know, if you're saying the greatest bands, Christian bands of all time, I mean, 
Audio Adrenaline, DC Talk, Newsboys, Switchfoot, Jars of Clay have to be in the top five. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, you there's they are the biggest selling. They're huge. I mean, the only way you could say one of them's bumped from the top five is maybe if you made a case for like a Michael W. Smith. Sure. Or, and I hate to say it, but maybe a Carmen, just based on he has millions of fans. Well, here's what I'm saying. Okay, him. yeah, it, like Michael W. Smith, I can't believe it isn't on this. And I'm not a Michael W. Smith fan, but for what he's done in Christian music, how do you how do you not recognize that on a list like this? You know? Oh, I, I absolutely. So here's yeah. one of the things that I'm saying. So, like, again, like the classic crime, I know who they are. I have one of their albums. I don't listen to them a lot. How does the classic crime beat, like, the likes of Toby Mack on here? And I know he's in DC Talk listed here, but how does Toby Mack not make it on this list? Uh, yeah, exactly. And how does Emery score four places above DC Talk? Yeah, yeah, that's weird. To that's me. ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. And, and the other one too. I love Five Iron Frenzy, but they are not the third greatest Christian group of all yeah, time. Yeah, I agree I'm with sorry. that too. I agree. There's and they no do way. have a huge cult following, but at number three, I don't think that makes sense either. Um, and the other one to me was number five as um, Andrew Peterson. I didn't even know who he was. Literally, I've never even heard of him. And I've been listening to Christian music like since I was early in my teenage years. Which was like 47 years ago. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> so anyway, you need to go over to Jesus Freak Hideout. You need to take a look at this list and then get on our Facebook page and tell us what your list would be. Yes. Let's, and if we can get enough responses, then we'll compile a Elevate Listeners list. Yeah, let's let's do that. And, and uh, make sure you put uh, artists that you think should be on there that aren't on there or create your own list and post that on there. I'd be love to see what you guys have to say on this one. That's right. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. This is Morning Mayhem bringing to you for the Larry last time of today, your daily dose of scripture. Uh, We want to bring it to you out of Isaiah chapter 33, verse 2. And it says this, O Lord, be gracious to us. We long for you. Be our strength every morning, our salvation in time of distress. So whatever you're going through, whether it's a great time, whether it's a terrible time, God is there for you. That's the message of this. We Mm -hmm. long for him to be there for us, but he is. He is like a father is to their child, you know, he is there for us or like a father should be to their child. And that's part of the problem that we have is that we, all these metaphors used to describe God only work if you experience them right. I mean, if you didn't have a dad who was there in your life, if you didn't have a mom who was there in your life, it's hard to imagine a God that cares and that loves and that would reach down and meet your every need. And yet that's the God that we have. That's true. And God can step in and fill that void in your life. And he can be that father you never had. He can be that mother you never had. He can be the, the best friend that you desire. You know, God fills our needs. He gives us grace. He gives us strength. He gives us salvation. He gives us love. He gives us hope. He gives us peace. So as you start this new year, 2016, you want to make a resolution, make this resolution. Seek God in the morning. Wake up in the morning and seek him first and say, God, be what I need today. Fill the holes in me today. Help me to seek you first today. Your life won't be the same. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM, wishing you a happy new year from all of us to all of you.